Welcome to the Heat Army Podcast Live's commentary of Gated Football Club. This commentary is fully interactive. We'd love to hear from our listeners wherever you are listening from around the region, around the country, or even around the world. You can tweet us at Heat underscore Army, or you can message us on the Spreaker website as we are broadcasting throughout the game. We'd love to hear from you. Let us know what you're thinking about Gated Football Club at that moment in time. And, well, we just have to say thank you to our sponsors, Naked Print, because without their help, we wouldn't be able to bring you this service. So sit back, make a cup of tea, and hopefully don't spill it if Gated score. Hello and welcome to Gated International Stadium for tonight's game between Gated Football Club and Salford City. It's going to be a great encounter, I think, because it is the team with money and the team with no money um, in the scheme of things. Of course, Gated having the massive budget cut in the summer, but new owners are in and there's a new optimism here and it is all to play for here this afternoon or tonight even. It's a beautiful evening here at Gated uh, International Stadium. It's nice and mild now, it's still bright, the floodlights are just coming on, the pitch is being watered and it's being all set up for a great night of National League football. We have the team sheets here already, we will be joined by Scott Barrow later on for uh, our co-commentator, so that would be great to join us. And um, well, Saturday was a great day for Gator Football Club, they went down there with a team full of youngsters, no fear, and come back with a 3-1 victory and it doesn't get much better than that. So, we do have the uh, interview that Steve Watson gave with Gated FC. Um, sorry, one second. With Gated FC's media manager, um, Dominic, uh, Dominic Skur. Sorry, I got my words all mixed up there. So, this is what Steve Watson had to say after the game on Saturday. So, Steve, 3-1 today. What better way to start the season than that? Um, a better way would have been 3-0, to be honest with you. But, yeah, I think I'm being a bit uh, over picky there. Uh, it was no one goal actually. Um, no, listen, the, the, the start, the start, of the uh, season is very, very important. Um, and you know how hard the summer has been, and you know how uh, how young the squad is, and how difficult. Uh, you know, setting off from Gateshead Stadium at six o'clock this morning, and then having to play in what must have been close to a hundred degrees heat um, against the team who are at home, and, and you know they've they, they put, they put themselves in, like everybody else, dying for a great start. I thought we just did outstanding. Um, three debut goals. Of, of full debut goals for the lads, um, starting with Greg's, which was, which was, uh, which was fantastic. You know, he, he's um, he's a very very talented boy. He's got a very good football brain for his age, and uh, you know, to to have the uh, to have the ability and the uh, the foresight to do that and uh, start us off. And then the two strikers getting great strikers goals as well. Um, as I say, I couldn't really be more pleased with the lads. Uh, as I say, it's been a, been a really long day. It's still, see, still quite hard to believe that it's still the same day. But um, yeah, three points and, and uh, you know onwards and upwards. And what is it about Maidenhead as manager? Thirteen goals scored and uh, just two conceded. Yeah, I think Alan said the same thing after the game. To be honest with you, um, it's a completely different game to last year. You know, last year the pitch was very very heavy um, and we started like a house on fire. This time the pitch was perfect. It was sear and heat out there. Uh, and the lads' fitness levels and, and uh, the way that they stuck to the shape, uh, you know, I, I didn't didn't really set out with a, with a plan at the start of the summer of playing uh, the way we've played. Um, I was quite open to it, but it just seems to suit the lads that we've got. 
and um, as I say that the only disappointment was that we couldn't keep that clean sheet but all it is is a start and that's all it is it's a good start we know how uh, we know how tough um, the league and the season is going to be you know um, we know how people have seen our chances and obviously hopefully the, the, they'll They'll have a look at the score, but not just the score, the performance, and realise that you know there's more to us than than than, than what we thought, despite the budget. So, um, but Salford Tuesday, um, Orient, who are, you know are very good side, we know we know all about them. They've improved massively under Justin since he got there, and they'll be a, a force to be reckoned with this season. And then two tougher London trips away again. So everybody in the squad, small small though that the squad is, will be needed in the next two or three uh, weeks. So, and, and but what we have done is as we done last season as we put together a really strong unit um, and they, they get on great with each other as you've saw when you've been in and around the place so uh, you know the, the dressing room in, after the game was, was very much a squad thing not, not the people that played on the pitch it was a togetherness and, uh, and that's, that, that'll help we'll carry on through the season What was your message to the lads in the dressing room after that? Um, that, we, that we can improve you know we, 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 it's a great start but there's things out there, you know. As a manager, you're never 100% happy with everything. There's things out there we can do a lot better. We can we can control the game better in the last half hour when we, when we have the ball. We we kind of got sucked into playing a similar way to what they did. Every time we got the ball at the end, we just we just we seem to just uh, lump it clear. Um, and we've got the players that can actually relax on the ball and, and and dictate the play a little bit better near the end. So that's and just some decision making, really throw ins, little, little things that we can always work on. But as I say that. Um, you know, I, I'm, I'm very proud of them today. I'm very proud of uh, of what they've done, uh, considering you know, considering the the day they've had. And on a personal level, are you proud that you've managed to put together this squad in such a short period under such a sort of tight budget? Well, yeah. I mean, it's you know, I had an idea that when the budget got um, when the budget got slashed to what it what it is, um, you know, I had an idea how the only way to do it would be to to do it the way I've did it. Um, but I embraced that challenge because I enjoy working with young players. You know, I started very young as, as a uh, as a pro myself. Started started at 16, in fact. So we got so we've got a lot of young lads out there. You know, I would say about three quarters of the team today was under 25, um, and. They'll uh, they'll make mistakes, but they'll all be genuine mistakes. And, and as I say, the plenty of energy. They're all hungry, um, and the club and the community can get behind them because as I say that they're all they're all local lads looking to make a making a big uh, career in football. Mm. Three of the lads themselves, Gator College graduates, Tom White, Elliot Forbes, and John Mellish. Yeah, no, exactly. And it's um, you know we had a few of the lads train with us on Friday from the college. We give them a chance to come and train with us, uh, and they only need to look at. Uh, those three lads playing today in the National League, you know, play, playing big parts in a, in a win away from home, to know that uh, there's probably no better time to be a Gateshead as a young as a young uh, footballer, because uh, you know you know you've got half a chance of getting uh, getting in the team and staying in the team. Mm. You touched on it before. Great win today. Very important big game against Salford on Tuesday at the stadium. Yeah, as I say, they've got to try and they've got to try and get the legs back. They've got to uh, obviously the journey, the journey uh, this morning. It's been a long one, it'll be a long one on the way back, but they'll, they'll have a chance to recover properly tomorrow. Hopefully, we we, we dare not do too much Monday, but we'll, we'll have to go through things. We'll, we'll go through the way Salford play. I'll be able to have a look at their game because it was on TV. So, um, so yeah, as I say, it's it's a good start, but that's all it is. It's just it's just a start. Well, that was the gaffer there speaking to Dominic after the game and um, what a performance that was and what a win. But what will we see tonight against Salford City here at Gateshead International Stadium? And I've just been joined by Scott Barrow. Welcome back to the podcast. Good evening. And, um, well, are you excited for this one? No, I'm very excited. After the result on uh, Saturday, 
be good to see how we do against uh, the big spenders in this league. Yes, it's going to be a good uh, gauge of how and where we are at this moment in time. But the Gateshead team is this. Ainsley Pears is in goal with Robbie Tinkler as captain tonight. Jack Hunter, Fraser Kerr, Greg Ollie, Luke Armstrong, Cameron Salkeld, John Mellish, JJ O'Donnell, Tom White and Scott Bowden. And on the bench for Gateshead is Mark Foden, Connor Thompson, Lewis Maloney, Elliot Forbes and Tom Divot is in the team and for the away side for Salford City Chris Neal Scott Wiseman Abue or Abu, uh, Torre um, former Gator player and former Gator captain is captain tonight for Salford City that is Liam Hogan Carl Perugani that's how I will pronounce it uh, Nick Haunton Lewis Maynard, Adam Rooney, of course, the man that made the headlines the other week moving from Aberdeen to move to a non-league club and if his wages are led to believe he's on more than what he was in the top flight in Scotland. Tom Walker, Danny Whitehead and Rory Gaffney make up the starting lineup. And on the bench for Salford is Max Crombie. Uh, is that how you speak? Crombie? Or Crombie? Yeah. yeah. And uh, Gus Mafuta, former Gateshead midfielder, of course. James Hooper, Mark Shelton and Nathan Pond. And um, well, you're gonna well see. So you won't see it, but you'll hear the description. The new gated strip is uh, on today. It is white and it has two um, lines across, black lines, like the away top there, just the reverse of the away top, I suppose. But it's uh, very nice, and um, the players been having a photograph taken before the game, so it will be seen on social media and on the club website, I would imagine, anytime soon. And Salford are in all blue, and it's um, it's filling up here in the stand, isn't it? Yeah, it is. It's yeah. nice to see, actually. Yeah, and um, there's a, probably about 100 in the away end there, uh, so they've made a good trip up uh, midweek here, up the Gateshead, all the way from Salford. But yeah, it's, um, obviously the, the, the time we are stand has been shortened a little bit. Um, there's some uh, blue meshing down to keep everyone closer together in the stand, but I think that'll add for a better atmosphere. Yeah, I think it will, to be honest. Yeah. Um, hopefully, you know, the crowds keep uh, filling up and... Uh Hopefully a good atmosphere for the game. I certainly hope so. And Aaron Pinkett in the centre of the message, but uh, evening all, can't wait uh, for this. Listening all the way in Plymouth, and even the dog Frankie is supporting uh, his new gated FC bandana up the heat. So um, everyone's getting involved tonight. So we'd love to know where you're listening from in the world. We know that there was people um, all over on Twitter retweeting around the world. So if you're listening tonight, drop us a line and let us know where you're listening from. And um, I think the players are about to okay, come so out. Um, but just before they do, I'll quickly ask Scott. Scott, how are you doing on the injury front? Yeah, it's going well. Um, done some training this morning, so I'm picking up um, my training. So it was uh, me and uh, Mike Williamson and uh, another trialist, Mark, who this morning we busted. But uh, a bit of a hard session, but uh, it's coming along nice. Got to see the consultant next week hopefully get the all clear to start kicking the ball and start twisting and turning oh well, fantastic well, hopefully it'll not be long before you're out there um, I say we spoke in pre-season at Blythe and I said you must be itching to get into action but does this have you itching even more now yeah obviously when you're at home uh, when you're playing as a team like Salford as well um, you're always itching to get on the field but um, at the moment the boys are doing well they're doing brilliantly so they don't need me at the moment so hopefully it goes well again well, the teams are entering the pitch now for the first game, first home game of the National League season. It's an all-different-looking Gateshead side, but it's still the Heat Army. Pardon me, got a frog in my throat. But the Gateshead team is this. Ainsley Pears, Robbie Tinkler, Jack Hunter, Fraser Kerr, Greg Ollie, Luke Armstrong, Cameron Selkeld, John Mellish, J.J. O'Donnell, Tom White and Scott Bowden. And the Gateshead substitutes are Mark Foden, 
Connor Thompson, Lewis Maloney, Elliot Forbes and Tom Devitt. So it is all about to start here. And I apologise, I've uh, got a little bit of frog in me for it just as we're about to start. Well, it'll be interesting to see how Salford do because they say they've been talked about as being the big boys, big spending, but it's their first season in the National League. They had a one-all draw with Leighton Orient too, or no pushovers. So tonight is going to be a real test, isn't it? Yeah, it's just going to be a real test. Um, obviously, against the big spenders in this league. I know I watched them on Saturday, and to be honest, I thought um, Leighton Orient were the better team on Saturday. So we'll see now what they come out like today. Um, hopefully they play the same way they did on Saturday and hopefully we can uh, keep the way we're playing, uh, being positive, being energetic as a young team we have and uh, hopefully for a positive result. Let's uh, certainly hope so. Well the Russian Heat Army put really enjoy our new home kit so if you're listening from Russia let us know. Nathan Carrick has put come on Gateshead and Anski Fields put even and all listening from Bolton away the Heat. Well, it's perfect conditions tonight. I bet you wish it was like this all season. Oh, it's yeah. it's uh, just just nice and cooled off, hasn't it? Oh, yeah, it's lovely, to be honest. Um, pitch, I'd say the pitch is looking good by the, um, the far end to the left where it's been relayed. But uh, other yeah. than that, it's perfect conditions for a good football match. Yeah, you, you beat me to the punch there. I was just about to say the pitch is in immaculate condition apart from about... 10 yards of it um, or 6 yards and towards the corner flag it, um, it suffered the the, the, um, the tools of having the little mix concert here the pitch has died over that bit there was concerns this afternoon that the game might not go ahead thankfully it has but um, I'd imagine I told, spoke to the grounds from before the game in a couple of weeks you'll not even know that was there but um, see, effectively the pitch has died on that bit hasn't it yeah yeah obviously it's disappointing but you know it's not going to concern anybody obviously that little corner of the pitch not like it's, like it's in the middle of the pitch so again it'd be a good game yeah and um, it looks like Gator are going to be shooting from uh, right to left um, I think they've had the coin toss I think they do, uh, did that when we were talking about uh, the dead pitch but yes they are shooting from right to left and this is the first home game of the new National League season Gator are already off to a winning start what can they do against high spending Salford we'll find out in the next 90 minutes And Michael Purcell has put come on Salford prediction 3-1. Well, I hope it is that for you, but um, I think we'll be hoping for a different scoreline here. Got some Salford fans listening to the podcast as well. Yes, so you are welcome to message us if you are of the Salford persuasion. As the ball is kicked off and it's played all the way back to Robbie Tinkler, who hoist to close down and the balls went all the way back to Ainsley Pears. I see as when uh, I seen the team sheet on Saturday, that was probably the position that I found the hardest to pick. Do you go between Borden and Pears? We've got two fantastic young goalkeepers, so that was probably the biggest headache, I think, for the gaffer. Yeah, I think it was. Obviously, Fods has been fantastic all pre-season. Obviously, no one's uh, come in this pre-season. Just, obviously, just Fods, and he's been fantastic. Yeah. But Ainsley came in, and obviously, a lot of people will be saying he's the next next best thing around. And obviously, he showed it on Saturday. It was a, yeah. a superb performance. Well, you haven't missed anything there where we were talking about goalkeepers. Um, the ball was um, popped there by the seam, or it wasn't uh, fully inflated, so we've just had a change of ball there, and um, the referee's just going over with Pez to tell him where to take the free kick from. That's a kit man not doing his job again. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's, it's, um, let him do a drop ball. He's going to kick it off now. And um, lots of people messaging in. Thank you very much uh, for sending. I think we've got... Uh, 
Dad and Olivia listening from Heaven, Hoey the Heed. And Gator have won a throw in on the far side level of the corner of the box. Cameron Skalkeld finds Greg Ollie. Ollie back to Skalkeld. Can he get a cross in? He's closed down. He's still got the ball. Gets a low cross in. And Liam Hogan puts it out for a corner. Sorry, it wasn't Hogan. It was number eight, which is Lewis Maynard. And Gator have an early corner here. And JJ O'Donnell is going over to take it. Looks a good crowd here tonight as well as you will see it's filled up even more since kickoff. It's JJ O'Donnell on the far side of the pitch to take a in swinging corner. As he crosses it in towards the front post. Armstrong tries to connect with it, but it's cleared. And Gateshead are going to be able to keep it in. Greg Ollie. Well, no, he's won a throw. <laughs> went out for um, a Gateshead throw in before he kicked it. So it's halfway inside the Salford pitch on the far side. And it was Gaffney that cleared that ball off Armstrong's foot. Skalkeld to take the throw in. Friends, Greg Ollie. It's just played a little bit too far in front of him, and that's going to go out for a goal kick. And Chris Neal is putting the ball down, ready to take this goal kick here. Has this been one of the games that you were looking for in the fixtures when they came out? Yeah, it was actually. Um, I think you were, you wanted to be playing against the, the top teams at the start of the season, especially in Salford. But uh, obviously I get my chance when you go and play my way, so it's not too bad. Well, the ball was kicked out there and Salford have it and play it out to their right back. Well, I'm going to get his name in a second to make sure which one it is. It is Wiseman on the ball, looking forward. He has Walker in front of him. He doesn't use him, goes on, tried to play the ball in and well Wiseman wins the ball and it's not well here we go Gaffney J.J. O'Donnell pulled out there for a throw in still trying to get used to the who their players are at first um, do apologies <laughs> to any Salford listeners there one second I've only just got the team sheet uh, just before kick off so we were trying to work out who's who um, I'll get them as the game goes on so apologies to anyone from Salford I will uh, give a fair representation of your side as Wiseman has the ball goes to the corner of the box he's still cutting in field and he's tackled there by well, Gator bring it away Greg Ollie on the ball on the left hand side he stops on the halfway line plays it back to JJ O'Donnell JJ back to John Mellish Mellish to Robbie Tinkler in the centre of defence who plays the ball forward looking for the run of Greg Ollie and just a little bit too much on it and that goes straight out for a throw in to Salford level with the corner of the box Wiseman with the throwing. JJ O'Donnell heads it on and it goes all the way through to the gates of defence and Tinkler plays it back to Pears. Pears plays it up pitch only as far as Maynard and finds its way a little bit scrappy at the moment. Danny Whitaker plays it back to I think it was uh, Horry, uh, Carl Peregrini, and it's all the way across to Wiseman on the right-hand side. As Wiseman looks up, looks for a blue shirt, he's closed down by Bowden, who makes him play it back to former Gator captain Liam Hogan. Plays it on the far side to Torrey. Torrey plays it forward, finds Adam Rooney. And Adam Rooney tried to play a 1-2 there, but Gator mop up. Jack Hunter plays the ball forward, looking for a run of Bowden, 
and that's going to go straight through into the oh Chris Neal's arms there looked like an easy ball to pick up but he dropped it but um, he wasn't under pressure and he rules that out to Wiseman who plays it forward and Gaffney is offside there in fact no he's coming for handball it's a free kick to Gator it's taken quickly by Mellish to Tinkler Tinkler plays the ball forward finds Greg Ollie. Greg Ollie dinks it forward to Armstrong Armstrong plays it out to the right hand side Sahal Geld brings it down he's looking for the run of Armstrong Armstrong's running onto it and the green is there just to clear up and plays it up the pitch but only as far as Tinkler who plays it forward Maynard plays it forward for the run of Gaffney and Pears is there at the box and um, is he going to see it out for it well, he's going to clear it he was, thought there was going to be an extra rule on it to go out for a goal kick there but safety first Torrey with the throw in on the far side halfway inside the gate at half finds Maynard back to Torrey under pressure from Gateshead and Gateshead get the ball as Greg Ollie plays the ball forward Skalkeld even sorry as um, Nick Horton has the ball brings it forward find Adam Rooney Rooney cuts inside plays it to the nose made on the edge of the box who shoots from distance and it's deflected straight up in the air and Gateshead managed to get the ball out as Greg Ollie has the ball on the left hand side played forward by Tom White JJ O'Donnell on the left hand side who's a little bit dispossessed there and Wiseman's there to clear up and um, plays it off JJ O'Donnell and it's a throw in for Selford right next to the corner flag a little bit scrappy at the moment Scott and, um, hopefully we'll settle down a little bit yeah it was a positive start obviously well, I got a corner in the first minute but at the moment it's a bit scrappy but it'll settle down a bit once uh, the players get used to uh, used to the pitch and used to each other. Yeah. Well, if you all just joined us, it's Gateshead nil, Salford City nil. As Jack Hunter clears the ball forward. Oh, sorry, it was Fraser uh, Kerr heads it forward, and that was a offside given. Um, Scott Bowden was off, and um, well. Salford, the big spending team in the league this year and they're looking for the run of Gaffney and it's put out for a throw in on the far side I was expecting Salford to be a big side um, normally the, the team that spends all the money goes for a lot of uh, height and physical strength but the, they don't look a massive massive side do they? No they don't look a massive side but um, I think they will be dangerous they're very dangerous from yeah. set pieces obviously you've got Liam Hogan um, obviously I played, used to play against Gaffney and obviously you've got Rooney as well who's very experienced so in a way they just, I think they'd be very dangerous as set pieces and hopefully we can handle it yeah well at the moment we've been able to keep them at bay and um, they have a throw in on the far side to Maynard back to Torrey Torrey thinks the ball forward Baroni finds Fraser Kerr who tries to find Bowden and the ball's headed back and Armstrong went up there he won the ball but it's um, played back to Chris Neal the Salford goalkeeper who ruled it out to Wiseman Wiseman under pressure from Tom White Tom White with a fantastic tackle there but it's only far, went as far as Walker and um, Salford are back in possession with the ball Danny Whitaker plays it to Peregrini plays the ball across to the left hand side he found Horton who Horton put back to Torrey and Torrey was he fouled he was Armstrong looked a little bit of a, a weak one that didn't it the decision but oh. um, 
Salford take the ball quickly and it's across to the right hand side Wiseman the right back on the halfway line he's looking for a blue shirt and he has to play it all the way back to Liam Hogan who plays it across the pitch and there's nobody there and that's going to go out for a gated throw in there he thought his left back was going to be there but he was higher up the pitch and a more attacking uh, rule but thankfully Gated have got a throw in here what can they do from it Cameron Skelkeld passes it back to Fraser Kurt to take the throw in this ball's played forward to Armstrong who's battling with two players around him and he wins a corner for his efforts Gated's second corner of the game well in pre-season we look dangerous from set pieces let's hope that carries on into the uh, into the actual season yeah I hope so obviously last season we weren't that dangerous from set you know we had a big squad uh, we weren't that dangerous from set pieces to be honest but this year it's, it's coming along obviously you've got Fraser Luke even Tinks you know even Tinks is yeah. smallest but he loves to get ahead in it it's JJ O'Donnell he's going to take this corner again from the far side it's got a lot more height on it this one and uh, Armstrong went up but it's been cleared only as far as Tom White Tom White plays it back to John Mellish plays it out to Greg Ollie who's having to keep this in just in front of the Salford dugout back to John Mellish inside the gated half who's looking forward he's under pressure but he plays the ball forward and that's only going to get as far as the left back Toria who heads the ball forward Norton plays it with 1-2 with Gaffney and Gaffney's running back onto it on the edge of the box on the far side and that's great defending by Cameron Selkeld made him go back on himself as Tory crosses the ball in it's a deep one and, and it's again oh, Greg Ollie didn't get up there and Adam Rooney has scored for Salford there that seemed to go in in slow motion that didn't it a um, little bit of confusion there amongst the defence but it's 1-0 to Salford City there and um, Tory had all the time in the world to put that one in it was a deep one and um, well Gator defence didn't get off the ground did they no not really I think it's obviously great defending by Cam in the, in the first in the first place but obviously Torrey at left back had a lot of time to pick up the cross and I just think obviously the organisation at the back then wasn't the best obviously with Greg Ollie at the, at the back four to six yards you know jumping in with with who scored Gaffney or Rooney, I, with I, Rooney. I, I think it was Rooney yeah. yeah with Rooney obviously there's a big height difference between them two so um, yeah, so it's 1-0 to Salford. Yeah, and we've had a message from Arvid. He's sitting in a bar in Burden listening to us. He'd army. Well, hopefully the scoreline will get better for us. And uh, Purcell has put, um, get in Rooney. Gaffney for the next goal, please. Um, also as well, let us know where you're listening from in the world. We'd love to hear from you. But at this moment in time, it's Salford 1, Gated 0. And we're into the 13th minute. Rooney plays the ball down. It's Danny Whitaker that's on it. It's a Horton one second. I find out it's Whitaker. Whitaker's uh, twisting and turned, but he dispossessed himself and fell over as Bowden tries to keep the ball and he's dispossessed. Liam Hogan lays it off. Wiseman on the right hand side here in front of the Salford dugout plays the ball forward, looking for the run of Rooney, who is not going to get there and it goes out for a goal kick to Gated. Well, hopefully that doesn't take the wind out our sails um, try and get ourselves back into the game and because I think that was really Salford's first effort wasn't it I mean I know we have not one on target ourselves but we've had a few corners yeah obviously they're going to in doing this game they're going to have a lot more ball and a lot more possession um, obviously the first shot and the first first goal to be honest but hopefully that's not uh, the case for the rest of the game we need to be more 
more organised. Obviously, when you're going to play against teams like this all year with a young squad we have got, we've got to be more organised and more vocally. So, hopefully, just a one-off. Yeah, hopefully, hopefully, Pukita have a throw in about ten yards inside the Salford half on the far side of the pitch. Bowden receives the ball, tries to turn. Was he fouled? He was, and it's a free kick about forty yards out. So we were just talking about set pieces there before. We'll see what can happen here. And it looks like Tom White is going to be the man that's going to take this one here. And it's taken quickly out to Greg Ollie on the far side. And he crosses the ball in and it's going to go straight to a blue shirt. But Robbie Tinkler's there. Plays it back to Mellish on the halfway line. Every Gator player inside the Salford half as J.J. O'Donnell brings it down the left-hand side. But just didn't get the control. But still win a throw-in. J.J.'s looking for a white shirt he still hasn't got one yet showing so he finds Jack Hunter and that's JJ put it in but it's a bit of a wasted ball and Lewis Neal picks that up and rolls it out to Torrey the left back who's going forward with the ball plays it back to Pagrini who plays it across the pitch to captain Liam Hogan he comes all the way out to Wiseman on the right hand side back to Hogan Salford using their experience just slowing the ball down John Mellish heads the ball out for a throw in to Salford just in front of the gated dugout yeah, wise stuff by Salford there just slowing it down after the goal yeah, I think we just need to pick it up a little bit more um, I think we're sitting off a little bit um, obviously when defensively we're you know, we're a little bit deep, but when we're going to go forward and we need the, we need the likes of like Tom White and not Greg Ollie just to break the lines, to be honest, and trying to help Bowes and, and Armstrong up front. Yeah, I think it's fair to say we've been rattled a little bit by that goal. A few of the passes have went astray, but Rooney's got the ball on the edge of the box. Sorry, it was Gaffney. Plays it out to Maynard. Torrey passes it out to Norton. Norton's going to cross the ball in, and that's straight into Pear's hands. But, uh, yeah, I was just I was saying before that move... Um, rattled us a little bit I think we just uh, just need to concentrate and slow the ball down a little bit it's not a hot potato yeah I think obviously it's the first time this year and obviously it's only two games um, it's the first time that we've gone behind so it just you'll see now the character of these boys I've got now to come back from a goal behind obviously to keep ourselves in the game Jack Hunter plays it back to John Mellish who pumps the ball forward and I think Armstrong might be offside yes and um, it's a free kick to Salford there's a, a few, well, quite a few new players on the pitch here making their home debut. Jack Hunter, former Newcastle United youngster. We've got um, also Greg Ollie making his home debut as well, former Hull City player. Uh, Cameron Skelkeld, he was with Halifax last year. Uh, sorry, no, I'm getting mixed up with Connor Thompson. He was at Carlisle last year. Um, so lots of players with experience of uh, playing at football league clubs. Maybe a little bit light on the experience of first-team games, but... Um, they're going to learn on the, on the fly here at Gated as Robbie Tinkler brings the ball down, plays the ball forward. Isn't going to find a white shirt as Pagrini plays the ball forward. And that was a great header by the captain Tinkler. But Greg Ollie brings the ball forward. Sorry, it was Tom White. Tom White plays out to Skalkeld. Skalkeld on the right wing. He's going forward. He's got Tory in front of him. Can he get past him? He's still got the ball. Cuts inside. Looking for a white shirt. He's found Jack Hunter. Jack Hunter back out to Skalkeld. Skalkeld's got Ollie for company, he uses him. It's back to Tom White. Back to Ollie. 
Skalk held back to Ollie. Ollie's got the ball. Can he use it to find somebody? He can. Jack Hunter, who's put under pressure with that ball, and he's been dispossessed as the ball was played out to the right hand side as John Mellish has to pump forward, but keep a pairs is there to clear up and pumps up the pitch and finds J.J. O'Donnell who brings the ball down well but he's got Maynard for company can he beat Maynard? Maynard had his elbows out there and J.J. was judged to have fouled him that's an interesting one I thought there was an elbow up there by Maynard and J.J. battled back and was judged to have fouled Maynard well Rachel MacDonald is listening from Scotland at the moment she's on holiday up there Liam Hogan receives the ball. He's looking forward. Wiseman. Right back. Plays the ball forward. Looking for the run of Gaffney. Gaffney heads it down to find Rooney. Rooney got it stuck underneath his feet there, but he's still got it. And it's played out to Norton. Norton's got Torrey on the overlap. He uses him. Can Torrey put it in? He's won a, well, he's run a throw in there. It come off Fraser Kerr. And um, yes, they're looking a little bit more uh, composed going forward now. Salford that was a lovely little knockdown from Gaffney to Rooney they've got a bit of understanding there already to experienced players yeah it just shows the experience they have I know <laughs> they're working together both play at a high high level of football and it shows that uh, you know they can play off each other and uh, they're going to cause us problems yeah as Torrey takes the throw in finds Whitaker. Whitaker ran into Skalkeld and Ollie. Torrey's still got the ball and Ollie puts it out for another throw in to Salford Remember, if you are a Salford fan, you can uh, message us. We'll try and give as unbiased commentary as we can. As Tory has the ball on the left-hand side, crosses the ball in and uh, wins another throw-in. Gated having to soak it up a little bit at the moment. There's Whitaker on the dead ball lane. It's crossed back and um, Pears picks that up. As Kieran Norris listening in, in uh, my snooze pit and prudder. Come on, Gated. Uh, massive shout out to you guys. Brilliant commentary. Well, that's very nice. Thank you. Um, we try our best. I think it's Scott Barrow that ups the game for us. Oh, I think I'm a commentator now. Never mind a footballer. <laughs> As Tom White brings the ball down, lobs that ball forward to Bowden. Bowden couldn't control it. He's under pressure. And um, the ball's played all the way back to Lewis Neal, who clears the ball up the pitch. And Robbie Tinkler brings the ball down. He had Rooney trying to put him under pressure there, but he did well. And Tinkler has the ball back. And that was a straight ball there. Didn't get through to Jack Hunter. And Wiseman brings the ball over the halfway line on the right-hand side. He's got Walker in front of him, but he plays it to Gaffney. Gaffney back to Walker. To Walker. Walker tried to play a 1-2, but Gaffney didn't make the run. And Gateshead have cleared it up, but only as far as number six, Pagrini for Salford, who plays it to Torrey. Torrey is going to give it to... That's Whitaker on the far side there. And it's played through to Gaffney. Gaffney is there. See Rooney dinks the ball out to Walker on the right-hand side. J.J. O'Donnell's there for him with company. The overlap was Wiseman, but Tom White's there to battle with him. He's come away with the ball, but he's got his back to the other side of the pitch, and it's cleared up the pitch by John Mellish. And Gateshead just need to get the, a little bit of rub of the green, and they might have got it there. I thought they had Bowden won a ball there and it looked like Armstrong might have been able to run onto it but unfortunately not for Gator. There's Whitaker on the right-hand side of the box and his first touch puts it out for a goal kick to Gator. Well, that would have been a nice little um, run onto the goalkeeper there if that ball had went through to Armstrong, wouldn't it? Yeah, it would have been nice but uh, I think that's what we've got to try and live off um, this game. Obviously, a little errors from Salford and when we do get the ball, we've got to try and counter-attack hard 
and I think that's where the space is going to open because obviously two full-backs love going forward uh, and then obviously if they do lose a ball I think we can exploit that area yeah let's see we've already seen uh, Tory likes to sit a little bit high up doesn't he? he's more of an attacking wing back than a left back at the moment so who knows if Gates can get some proven balls in and behind and exploit those flanks like they did in pre-season in games that we've seen it will, uh, it'll make life dangerous for Salford but Wiseman carries the ball over the halfway line he's got Walker in front of him Gaffney who's on the corner of the box he's got the ball plays it out to Walker he's got JJ O'Donnell for company but Gaffney gets the ball tries to play it back to Walker and uh, that was John Mellish who cleared it out but Bowden plays it back to Tom White and plays it to Mellis just in front of the box and plays it back to Pears who's going to clear it up the pitch but Gated not winning the midfield battle at the moment where we're either bypassing it or losing out but Ollie nods the ball down to Skalkeld on the right hand side just inside the Gated box he crosses the halfway line he's got space can he pass the ball into Ollie it's dispossessed by Maynard and Ollie has brought the ball away he's turned on himself he's and um, found Armstrong Armstrong to Hunter. Hunter puts the ball across looking for Armstrong. Uh, J.J. O'Donnell under pressure. And, um, well, Wiseman had to put that out for a, uh, a corner to Gateshead. And J.J. O'Donnell didn't give up there mid-life hard for Wiseman. No, I think that's more like it. I think we need, once we get, once we get the ball back in the moment, we're, we're not sure what we're going to do because obviously we're so much under pressure. Um, you know, we don't know what we do. We keep going back. But I think we just need to be a little bit more positive like we did in that attack then. And we're going to cause some problems if we be a little bit more positive. Yeah. Um, it's, um, well, J. Joe Donnell is the man to take. I think it's the third corner now from the far side. He's going to take it in. It's going to be an in swinger. The last one got in deep, but it was cleared. Let's see what happens here. He takes it. It's a bit deep straight into the centre, and Maynard heads that clear. But Greg Ollie is he going to keep it in and let it go out for a throw in? It's went out for a throw in. As he plays it to J. Joe Donnell, who's still out on the right right hand side, crosses it in, and Bowden just couldn't get up. And it's oh, and that's a bad touch by Walker, and it went back into the. Salford box but Salford clear it as Wiseman on the right hand side he had Tom White for company and he plays it into the middle and while Tom uh, J. Joe O'Donnell is still there battling and Bowden's got the ball but he needs support he's still got the ball he's being then he's dispossessed and he's won a throw in there was a uh, shirt pull there and this one's about 25 yards out onto the right hand side of the pitch it's a dangerous area um, just Scott, I'd imagine if you were on the pitch, you would have grabbed the ball oh, for this one. This, this is where it hurts when you see things, <laughs> when you see things like this, like 25 yards out, free kick. This is where I want to be right now. But it's perfect for you this one as well, isn't it? Oh yeah, it's just, obviously we mean obviously with last season me and JJ had competitions of free kicks, and you know I'm sure that uh, you know last well, season it looks like JJ is going to take this one if he scores. I don't think he'll let you forget about it all oh, night, no, will I, he? To be honest, I won't. I won't mind to be honest. <laughs> and neither at the moment. <laughs> I hope he does I hope he whips in the top corner let's hope so as JJ O'Donnell stands over it Greg Ollie's there as well but it looks like JJ's the man he's took a bit of slightly longer run up to take this one and he takes it it's over the wall and oh. it's going towards the uh, the corner of the the top of the goal there but the goalkeeper has plucked it out the air but it was on target no it was a great free kick it, it was just, it just lacked a little bit of pace um, I, think, I think it's a little bit too far out for his uh, little tiny legs yeah I've seen him in the gym last night. He was working on them legs. <laughs> well, Chris Neal, he's ruled the ball out the box. He's dribbling it forward a little bit. He's took the kick there. And the ball is headed clear by Fraser Kerr. As Armstrong battles with Torrey. Torrey plays it back to Pagrini, who 
lashes the ball into the centre of the pitch near the box and JJ O'Donnell went up for a header and missed it as Adam Rooney plays it to Walker Walker's closed down by Jack Hunter well done by Jack Hunter he clears it, got the ball and he was fouled there um, so it's a free kick to Gateshead about 25 yards out from their own goal and um, Captain Tinkler who is going to take this free kick he plays it forward looking for Bowden Bowden beaten in the air by Hogan but JJ O'Donnell brings the ball down he's got Walker for company plays it back to Tom White Tom White's got Jack Hunter in the middle but he goes deep into the box and just a little bit too over the head of Armstrong there I thought the ball was Hunter there he was in acres of space but you could see what he was trying to do yeah it's a good delivery but I think the easier ball would have been to Jack Hunter because he was so he was free with 25 with a little shot on target but obviously Tom White's seen it different but again we've picked up the tempo a little bit more now oh, and, and there's a bad pass, pass back Bo by Bo Hogan oh, there Bo to Chris Neal and Bo uh, Bowden was in there but unfortunately didn't get it but Armstrong has the ball just inside the Salford half plays it to Skalkeld to Hunter Hunter who's getting more involved in this as the way this game goes on Skalkeld has the ball he's got Ollie for company but he's driving forward himself can he get a cross in he's won a corner and that was um, some good movement there by Skalkeld not afraid to run forward with the ball this is what I'm saying like if we pick the tempo up we're going to cause with sort of problems you know, we're going to make mistakes so and it's showing which we keep pressurising and we keep playing with a high tempo mm -hmm. but obviously the youngsters we got we're going to cause problems yeah the last five minutes as I say the composure's come back and um, we're chasing every ball and making Salford make mistakes like we've seen from Hogan there playing the ball back to Chris Neal but it's a corner again J.J. O'Donnell I think it's his fourth corner from the far side now he's had enough practice he knows where to put it this time as he puts it in it's a high deep one Armstrong got the ball but didn't, didn't go goalward and Hogan's going to clear that ball and it is a throw into Salford come off a gated player there I think came off Hunter but Hunter's grown into this game, isn't he? He's been a little bit quiet, but the last five, ten minutes. Yeah, he's obviously he's playing a lot more positive going forward. You know, he's picking his passes going forward. Where the first ten minutes, he's a little bit hesitant of what to, to get going backwards. Um, but at the moment, um, he's playing the balls a lot more further forward. Yeah, so as uh, well, Gated have won a have, yes, we've won a throw in. And um, oh, well, hang on, the ref. Salford thought they had a throw in, but it's uh, Gated, and it's. Um, level with the corner of the box down here on the left hand side Salford are arguing like mad with the referee um, great decision Lionel yeah it was as J.J. O'Donnell takes it quickly to Greg Ollie who puts it back to J.J. O'Donnell but he wins it back Tom White he's had a little bit more time than what he thought there scuffed that cross in it's cleared but Jack Hunter brings the ball down this is what we want to see from Gated more pressure and the little ball out there oh it would have been beautiful that it worked off but it was a little flick from Ollie and uh, maybe need a little bit more behind it but Gates have a throw in just on the halfway line is it on the halfway line? nope it's no further way. forward as I see Mellish was picking up the ball but J.J. O'Donnell halfway inside Salford half gives it to Tom White Tom White finds Mellish in front of the Salford dugout to Jack Hunter plays it back to Tinkler in his own half Tinkler under pressure from Rooney turns finds Mellish Mellish plays a lovely little ball to White who turns and plays the ball forward and that was nearly through to Bowden but I fear he might have been offside but Rooney played a ball through there to Gaffney and Gaffney was in acres but um, the ball has went for a throw in on the far side thankfully it was a, a poor pass there by Rooney yeah, thankfully they really broke away and um, a little bit dangerous that was but uh, thankfully uh, Rooney's pass to Gaffney was a little bit too hard 
but seeing Salford um, giving the referee a little bit of abuse there shows that they're panicked a little bit. They're, you know, they're, they're wanting the, the game to be slowed down a little bit. Yeah, obviously they're not going to get. They're not used to this. Obviously they were in the North Conference North last year, but when once you come in the, in the conference, it's a whole different level. It's probably like I said, it's one of the hardest leagues um, to play in, and especially with our team, we're not going to give up. We're going to keep fighting for every ball. We're going to run, you know to our last breath so we should keep pressurising them and keep making their mistakes yes as um, Bowden brings the ball down as he's still got the ball plays it out to J.J. O'Donnell J.J. O'Donnell he's got an overlap but he tries to play a ball in Gated win a throw in deflected out by Maynard I think it was there as Tom White picks the ball up but he's going to leave it to J.J. O'Donnell we've got a listener in America at the moment J um, Dean Seaver is listening all the way from Atlanta Georgia thank you very much for listening He's has to have it on quiet because he hasn't got any headphones at work. J. Joe O'Donnell has the ball. Wins another throw-in. Salford trying to close down Gator on every moment here. But Gator still camped out in the Salford half. JJ finds Greg Ollie. Greg Ollie turns, can he keep it in? Crosses the ball across, he can. And that's cleared by Pagrini. And Whitaker, uh, damn, not Whitaker, it is, yes it was, <laughs> uh, Whitehead. Plays the ball out. Oh, I've been calling him Whitaker. It's Whitehead. Or oh, sorry, apologies. I'm not imagine Salford people have been going. Who the hell's Whitaker? But it's Whitehead. Um, Whitaker's got, got, hasn't, got, hasn't got no hair, so he should, yes, you should I know. know that. <laughs> <laughs> apologies to any Salford uh, people there, and also uh, apologies to listeners who've been tweeted in. Well, I didn't realise um, there had been tweets come in. Mark Quinn has put, "Hi guys, great company. Uh, I need the lads just to wait and be patient. And hope we can get us, uh, don't get sucker punched. Um, playoffs." Uh, here we come unnoticed oh, well let's see if that happens remember you can tweet us at heed underscore army and apparently Jimmy Neal is in the crowd today yeah so I haven't seen him who knows maybe get, get him on at half time eh? yeah why not yes um, but um, Wiseman brings the ball forward looking for Gaffney Gaffney's got the ball he got in front of Tinkler but the ball's with Walker Walker plays the ball forward to Gaffney can Gaffney get there he can he gets across him but Robbie Tinkler puts that out for a corner to Salford yeah, so apologies to Salford listeners there for the Whitaker gaff it's Whitehead I do apologise it's because I'm glancing down at the uh, team sheet I need to glance a little bit harder I would have felt sorry for the Macclesfield commentary if they had one when they had Whitaker and a Whitehead playing together so yeah. that would have been a, <laughs> it would have a been, scary one um, as it is Horton who's going to take the corner down here on the right hand side he slips as he crosses it in and um, well hit the crossbar there and that I think was that Walker that got the header off there I think oh, it well, might have been or, or it might have been Rooney it was Rooney um, but um, I think Pears had it covered but <laughs> it was a it was a lightning quick header there that's what I was saying they're only dangerous from set pieces not the biggest team but the experience and their movement in the box it just shows that uh, they're going to be dangerous they certainly are and I think we have another tweet uh, come in remember you can tweet us at heed underscore army lots of people retweeting the commentary and the, the game thank you very much and um, if you have any questions for Scott at half-time, I'm sure he'll oblige you with anything. Um, right, and as, uh, well, Pez just took a goal kick there, and it's Fraser Kerr, plays it forward to Tom White, to, uh, Greg Ollie even, and he couldn't keep it in. And it's a throw-in halfway inside the Salford half on the far side. Well, 33 minutes gone here at Gateshead International Stadium. It's Salford 1, Gateshead 0. And it was an Adam Rooney goal. I believe it was his first goal as well for the club in competitive action. As Walker thought the ball was coming to him a little bit quicker than it was, but he managed to get a through ball off towards Gaffney, but it goes straight through to Pears, who's just slowing it down a little bit. 
Gated fans in fine voice, even though they're 1-0 down at the moment. Will we see another goal in the first half? We've got about 12 minutes remaining. Pagrini seems to have won everything in the air. And uh, Fraser Kerr picks up the loose ball. Salkel out. Wasn't Salkel. Bowden's on the ball. Plays it across. Looking for JJ O'Donnell. He's a little bit further forward than what he thought. But JJ's going to get across there. Just in front of the Salford dugout. Tom White there for company. Tom White's still got the ball. Plays it back to John Mellish. John Mellish to Robbie Tinkler in his own half. Tinkler drives forward with the ball over halfway lane. And tra puts a ball out to the left-hand side to JJ O'Donnell. Is he going to get there? He is. He's got company there but he finds Ollie, Ollie puts it in and lovely well, I thought there was going to be a flick off Armstrong there and it was cleared by Liam Hogan and Gated have another throw in here and it's taken quickly to Tom White can Tom White get a good cross in there but there's no white shirt he drives forward and goes for his shot and he was slightly off balance and that goes high and wide over the, the corner of the, the goal not enough white shirts in the box there when Tom White was on the ball no, this is what I'm saying. Like, obviously, there's only Luke and Scott Bowden in the box, and I just need one of them to, you know, if if Greg's on the left hand side, then trying to, to trying to create something happen. Maybe either Tom or Jack, or maybe Cam come off his line to try and uh, add more bodies in the box. Yeah, as uh, Tory has the ball on the far side, plays the ball forward for the run of Gaffney. Fraser Kerr's there for company, heads it down. He's still got it, and he plays it back up the pitch, and it's a throw into Salford halfway inside the gates at half on the far side. It's probably about. 100 Salford fans I would hazard a guess at um, on the far side in the away end uh, so well done to them for making the trip up tonight but Tory he's battling with Skalkeld Skalkeld did well there and held him off and Fraser Kerr plays the ball up towards Armstrong who's wrestling with Pagrini but he's still got the ball does well there back to Fraser Kerr out to Skalkeld plays it to Jack Hunter and uh, the ball's played forward and well Unfortunately, it didn't get through to a Gateshead player. And John Mellish was there to clear up as it came through towards the Gateshead defence. Plays it out to J.J. O'Donnell on the left-hand side, who picks the ball up. He's got Walker for company, turns back on himself. Tom White's there, plays it to Robbie Tinkler, who's just in the centre circle. Plays the ball forward for a probing ball to Salkeld. He brings it down beautifully and finds Ollie. Ollie plays the ball back to Skalkel. Can Skalkel get a shot off? And was he fouled? It, it's yes. a penalty! Skalkel was fouled as he was running into the box. And that, was, that just showed you the determination we were talking about before, that these young players are just keep going, and he's got a reward for his efforts. And um, it's a penalty to Gateshead here on 36 minutes. Like I said to you before, it's, you know, once you put more form, men forward, like Cam come off his line then to create a bit of bit of space himself, and then you had the likes of Greg and Tom going forward, Jack sitting, you know, you're creating more bodies going forward, you've got five or six going forward instead of like two or three, so the last 10 minutes we've been fantastic you know we've yeah. been playing some good we've football we've grown into the game after yeah. the conceding showed good character but Luke Armstrong's the man to take the penalty kick here he's up against Chris Neal who's in a bright green keeper's strip referee making sure all the players are outside of the box Graham Alexander's not exactly happy there in the Salford dugout the referee is making sure there isn't a two inside the box here from the Salford defenders Armstrong steps up and he scores! Yes! It's Gated 1, Salford City 1. Gets in there, Lukey boy! It shows the determination of this side. They looked a little bit rocky after they conceded, but they've grown into it as the half is going on. And just 10 minutes before the half, 
has kind of come to a close. Gateshead have got themselves right back in this game. It was Cameron Salkel that was fouled after a fantastic run into the box. He took a couple of knocks but carried on going. And credit to him, he could have stopped when he got the first initial nudge. But he kept on going. And the referee, you could see, was waiting to put that whistle to his lips once um, the run pitted out, didn't it? I thought Cam was superb. Come off his line then. You know, it's a new role to him playing wing back. He's never played there before, but I thought he's been he's been grown into the role fantastically he since has. Um, he's it's played against Livingston. So, but again, great composure by Luke. You know, the grabbing the ball and you know, slotting in the bottom right hand corner, putting the keeper went the wrong way. So, yeah, I think it's ever since we've been in this goal. You know, we we stayed the ship for five minutes and then we picked the tempo up and the shows like I'm saying like the tempo we're going to play at and we're going to give any team a problem this year. Well, Whitehead has a free kick on the halfway line. It's going to be Liam Hogan that takes it. There was a foul by Armstrong just where we were talking there. And Hogan on the halfway line. Every player bar himself and the Suffolk goalkeeper in the half. It's played forward towards, I think that was um, Gaffney, and he went down very theatrical. It wasn't, it was Pagrini. But Gator bring the ball forward. Tinkler out to, uh, well, they played it to uh, Ollie, who just got dispossessed, and it went all the way back to um, Chris Neal. And Luke Armstrong chased him right down there as Gator... Skalkel got the ball there, plays it to Tom White, Tom White plays it to Robbie Tinkler and gets it half. Salford chasing every ball down here, they want to get back into this game as quickly as possible. As Greg Ollie plays the ball forward to Borden, Borden's onside. He's looking for a run, he's got Skalkel on the right hand side, can he get a cross in? He can, it's low. And, and, and gets it, oh! And it was played back towards Lewis Neal who had to make a save down there in case it was coming back towards him. And it's another corner to Gateshead on the far side. That's the fifth corner coming now, and Gateshead really starting to turn the screw here on Salford City. So, yes, they are, and to me at the moment, I think Salford seem a bit a little bit rattled at the, at the back a little bit. They are, you know, they're not really communicating, you know, and you know the two centre halves, Liam and uh, well, Greeny, is this they look at each other, think you know whose ball that was. So if you if, if you had to pick a team between the two that wanted half time to come, you would say it was Salford at the moment. At the moment, yeah. But GG is going to take another corner, another in swinger from the far side. Whips it in. It's got a lot of height. It's going straight into the into the middle there. But Lewis Meador is there. Tom White's there to pick it out. Puts it back out to GG on the right hand side. Who brings the ball down? He's got Gaffney for company. Cuts back inside. Gets a cross in. It's a lovely cross. And Maynard's there again to clear it, but it's forced to Ollie. Ollie's on the ball, plays it out to Skalkeld again, but it's just Gaffney picks that ball up there as Gaffney's still on the ball, brings the ball forward and tries to find a, a Salford player, but Tinkler was there. Oh, sorry, it was Jack Hunter that there cleared it. It was Tinkler even. But um, Mellish is on the far side with Gaffney for company and he plays the ball forward and it's going to go out for a free kick, a throw in even to Salford. But um, yeah, it's a very exciting game. We hope that's coming across. And um, Salford still with the ball. Tory on the far side plays a ball to Gaffney in the box who tries to cut down towards a dead ball lane. And that was great defending there. And it's been put out for a uh, corner to Salford. No messing about. And it's going to be Walker that goes across to the far side. And I think, is that Greg Ollie that's went down there? I know that is. No, it is. Yeah, it's Greg. Greg I think Greg's uh, down there. And uh, the physio's coming on to give him some treatment now. Hopefully it's nothing too bad because um, he's another one that's grown into this game with a no, link of play in midfield. That's, that's Scott, that's Scott Bowden, isn't it? It's hard to tell. I think it may be Greg Scott Bowden. Yes, it is, yeah. yeah. So hopefully it's not too bad. He's sat up and um, he's just getting uh, the once over. But if you are just joining us, it's the uh, 41 minutes gone of here, have gone here at Gated International Stadium. It's Gated 1, Salford 1. Adam Rooney putting Gated ahead. 
But Cameron Skelkeld won a penalty and Luke Armstrong scoring his second goal of the season. And um, that seems to have been an inspirational loan signing from Middlesbrough so far for the young lad from the northeast as well. It's a very northeast um, heavy side this this year. Peppered with the odd Welshman. Nah, I'm a northeast now. <laughs> well, we're a man down for this corner here as Walker's going to take it from the far side. Well, still yet to be taken. And it's crossed in towards the six yard box. And well, it's cleared by Gateshead. Can Tom White clear it out? But there's no white shirt up there. And Wiseman in the centre circle picks it up. Passes it to Tory on the left hand side who pumps the ball forward. As there's still a lot of blue shirts up there in the box. And Hogan nods it forward and cleared by Fraser Kerr there. And Gateshead. And that was a handball by, um, I think that was uh, Walker. But I thought the referee might have played that one on there. Um, but it's a free kick to Gateshead. Get the steady of the ship a little bit on 42 minutes on the edge of the box. And, um, well, we hoped it was going to be an exciting game, and it is, isn't it? It's a very exciting game. I'm actually enjoying it. Normally I don't like watching football, but this is, this is fantastic. Having the mic helps, though, doesn't it? Yeah, I think I definitely <laughs> found my new profession now. <laughs> well, the ball's played out towards Armstrong on the far side there. And it's still, well, Tom White's picked up the loose ball, plays about to Tinkler. Tinkler's in his own half, and it's going to go all the way back to the goalkeeper it has as Pears pumps the ball forward. And I think that's going to go straight out for a goal kick on the far side. Well, hopefully, nothing silly in the next uh, few minutes, and um, it stays the same, or even better for Gated going into half time. But um, can have no complaints going in at 1 1. The, the, the calibre that we showed to get back into this game has um, been fantastic. and I know we've mentioned it so many times, but for a young squad to be able to dust themselves down from that and bring themselves back into it, but Borden plays the ball through and Armstrong's chasing it, and um, that's went for a goal kick there. But yeah, definitely the composure we showed today is um, something special, I think. Yeah, it is. Obviously, you know, we want to we wanted to see when, when we go one nil down how we're going to react and how we, you know, with this young squad. But it hasn't phased us at all. About five minutes after the goal, obviously, Southall looked very good on the ball and the, you know the composure on the ball was fantastic but since then I think Gates have upped it up a little bit more instead of playing backwards they're playing a lot a lot of balls forward fantastic tackle by John Mellish there who plays the ball forward to Bowden Bowden's under pressure from Hogan he plays it back to Tom White Tom White plays it across the pitch looking for a run of Ollie and it's just Lewis Maynard who's had a fantastic game so far he's been clearing up a load of things in, mid, in the midfield and in defence but Tom White plays it out to Fraser Kerr on the right hand side who plays the ball into Jack Hunter. Jack Hunter back to Kerr. Kerr to Tom White. Tom White's got Tinkler there and he's used him all the way but across to John Mellish. John Mellish is going to drive forward with the ball. Is he going to get across halfway lane? He isn't. He plays the ball forward looking for the run of Armstrong but he was about five yards offside. A um, few fans in the stand getting a bit excited there but I think it was always going to have the flag lifted there. And Clayton Bruce for Brill signing for the Heed Armstrong. I think everyone would agree with that so far. And I think there's going to be two minutes of added on time here. Um, we're in the last minute of uh, the 45 of the first half. But uh, what a first half it's been. Gated 1, Salford 1. Fraser Kerr heads the ball clear. Ollie chests it down and then volleys it clear. Only as far as Salford mid uh, defence and they've put it out for a throw in. Halfway inside the gated half. But I think the gaffer, he might have been a bit, bit disappointed with the, the goal we conceded, but um, 
he'll be over the moon with the way we got back into this game. Yeah, I think he'll um, address that when he get in. They'll see the, the shape and the... There's a ball put forward as Hogan's battling with Bowden and Bowden's got the ball there. He's got his back to go but he plays it out to Skalkel. Skalkel first time cross, he's got Tom White at the back post but J.J. O'Donnell's still chasing the ball down with Walker but Walker brings the ball over the halfway line. He's still got the ball, he's got John Mellish in front of him who stopped his run in a fantastic tackle by Mellish and Mellish is still there to close down Wiseman who passes the ball back to Walker. Lewis Maynard's going to put the ball across to Torrey on the left hand side. Skalkel's there for company. And Skalker closed him down, made him play back to Horton. Horton still on the ball. He's going to play it across to Wiseman. Wiseman's in plenty of space. Can he get a cross in? He can. It's a dangerous cross, but it's cleared by Jack Hunt. Only as far as, as only as far as Whitehead on and Horton, sorry, on the edge of the box, but it's cleared out. Only as far as Torrey. Torrey puts a proven ball in and Rooney gets a header on it. No power. It was directed goalward and Pears was just there to scoop that out the air. And he's just slowing it down there. Nothing, nothing rash from the young goalkeeper who's on loan from Middlesbrough. As Arvid has put, uh, missed the goal, buying a gear, but away the lads. We'll forgive you for that one, Arvid, but I'm sure that beer tastes a little bit sweeter after you found out Gator had equalised. Rooney wins a header, Rooney goes through as far to Tinkler, who pumps the ball forward. Pagrini heads the ball clear, and Gator have the ball. Bowden shoots from distance, and uh, it was always rising. It wasn't too far away, but... Um, Yes, that was a good shot off under, uh, but just a pity he wasn't on target. No, again, great link-up play between uh, Greg and uh, Scott Bowden. And I think the three of them have been fantastic. You know, the three of them, uh, they all look the same, but the link-up play between the three of them has been uh, superb, not just pre-season, but in this game as well. Yeah, well, I think uh, the Hidomi podcast is going to have to sponsor three of them players and dye the hair all different colours because uh, <laughs> when when they're in amongst it and you can't see the shirt numbers, they look very similar. And Froskal killed in there with his blonde locks as he's on the ball. Plays it Jack Hunter, who's under pressure behind him, and he keeps the ball well. Plays back to Tom White and blows it out. Uh, well, the referee blows for half time. And the Tyne and Wales stand show their appreciation there. Gates have got themselves well back into that one after falling behind to an Adam Rooney goal as Cameron Skelkeld who went on a powerful run into the box kept on going he was fouled and Gateshead won a penalty and Luke Armstrong buried it and sent the goalkeeper the wrong way so it's Gateshead 1 Salford City 1 here at half time and what a performance it is by these young lads and uh, remember you can tweet us at heed underscore army wherever you are in the world if you're a Salford fan as well please message us we hope you don't think we're a biased podcast we're trying to get, call it as fairly as possible and um, Salford have looked dangerous here and um, I'd say it's been a 50-50 game um, both sides have had their opportunities and um, both sides have got their rewards for that haven't they? Yeah I think it's been a tale of, uh, of the first half is the first I would say first 20 minutes um, Salford have run top obviously they were so calm on the ball um, playing across the back they're picking us open uh, that's where the call come from obviously they've got our defence um, all rattled obviously you know Greg Ollie shouldn't, shouldn't be in the box you know trying to head it out against uh, against Rooney but uh, I think since then then I think we set the ship we started playing more positively to try and get more uh, players forward and that's where the goals come from obviously Cam Cohen off his line dr- you know, driving inside which which he does in training fantastically yeah. got the penalty and then obviously Luke Armstrong confidently slotted the ball in the bottom corner and I think it's uh it's been an even half, and but I think uh, Salford will be the ones who want to go in half time to address 
um, the last last 20, 25 minutes. But I think uh, Gates always wanted to keep 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 them going on and. Uh, well, um, we can give you some half-time scores from around the National League. Barnet are losing 1-0 at home to Braintree. It is Bromley 1, Dover 1. Chesterfield are winning 1-0 at home to Aldershot. Dagenham and Redbridge are losing 1-0 uh, at home to Maidstone. Gated 1, Salford 1, of course. Halifax are winning 1-0 at home to Barrow. It is Hartlepool 0, Harrogate 0. Haven't Waterloo 0, Boreham Wood 0. Leighton Orient are winning 1-0 at home to Ebbsfleet United. Solihull are winning 1-0 at home to Maidenhead. Sutton are 1-0 up at home to Eastleigh. And Wrexham are 0-0 with failed. And if we look a little bit further down into the um, Vanarama National League North, Blythe Spartans are losing 1-0. Spennymoor are losing 2-1 at home to Darlington. So a bit of a derby game going on there. And uh, Brackley are winning 2-0 at home to Alfreton. Geisley are losing 1-0 at home to Chorley. Team, uh, two big sides, bit of a local derby as well. Kidderminster versus Telford oh, is nil nil. Lamington one, Boston nil, Nuneaton nil, Hereford United nil, Southport nil, Altrincham nil. As I already read out the Spennymoor one. FC United of Manchester are winning three one at home to Ashton. Another derby game there, and two big clubs, two of the arguably the biggest clubs in the Vanarama National League North is York nil and Stockport County nil. But and see, it is half-time here. Gated are drawing 1-1 with Salford City, the high-spending Salford City. If you looked at it now, you would not know which team was the money team and which team had their team uh, their budget drastically cut there. And um, we've had a message from Ant Scurfield. He's put... Um, uh, uh, he'd, uh, so hold up one second. As, uh, Salford, uh, he's put the score. And then he's put uh, Sounds Class... Gator commentary uh, class and he's put a uh, big 45 minutes ahead it certainly is well we know we've got a listener in America we know we've got a listener in Plymouth we know we've got a listener in Scotland and we know we've got a listener in Berlin a Norwegian man in Berlin non nonetheless and we'd love to know where you are listening from we know there's someone listening from heaven and we know there's someone listening from Prudhoe a bit more locally but please let us know especially Salford fans as well send us a message we'd love to hear from you um, as I say it's been a very exciting game we hope that's come across in the commentary and um, you know we just want to hear from you it's a fully interactive service here on the Heat Army podcast and talking about the Heat Army podcast we will be live tomorrow on Wednesday 9pm for our regular show we'll be talking about Saturday's game and tonight's game of course and also looking forward as well to Dover coming to the International Stadium on Saturday afternoon and um, not only that if you are a Gated fan and you want to help support the club Gated fans have been united this summer over well to say the uncertainty of the future we didn't know what was going to happen with the club we're under new ownership now but we want to show the new owners that the Gated fans are behind them and we have a fundraising event happening at the three tons in Gated and Sheriff Hill and um, we've got a band on the Scartoons it's £5 on the door there's raffles there's an auction we want you to come along let's raise as much money as we can It'll either go to helping the team go to an away game or paying for advertisement for games. Because what we want is to get to the International Stadium jumping with new fans or old fans. We want to reconnect with the community of Gateshead. And Gateshead fans have their part to play. So do you want to be part of it? Hopefully you do. And that is the 26th of August at the Three Tons. It's the premier music venue in Gateshead. Come along and say if you like your ska music... Even if you don't, everyone knows a madness song or a special song. 
they do them all and they do them all well it's a very energetic band I've seen them a couple of times myself and you will not be disappointed if you come along so please do that and um, yeah See, please message us you can do it on Spreaker we haven't mentioned how we could do it actually if you are just listening in you're thinking I'd like to message them as they are live you can do it by tweeting at heed underscore army sorry I'm, I'm talking rubbish I was giving you the Twitter one there if you sign into uh, a Spreaker you can do it and make an account with your uh, Facebook account or your uh, Twitter account or even you can do it with an email and uh, follow the heed army when we are broadcasting live and you can message us and comment on the commentary and we'll get that on our little chat facility on the screen as we are broadcasting live as Arvid has done as Lee has done and uh, Nathan Carrick and um, awesome, Rachel MacDonald and Scurfield Aaron Pinkerton do as they've done and get in uh, message us and let us know and if you've got any messages for Scott Barrow we'll answer them uh, shortly but um, we're just going to have um, I'm gonna, well I'm going to play out the interview that we played out with um, Steve Watson that was played out before the game. We're going to play it now just so we can have a little toilet stop. But this is what Steve Watson had to say after the Maidenhead game on Saturday. So Steve, 3-1 today. What better way to start the season than that? Um, a better way would have been 3-0, to be honest with you. But yeah, I think I'm being a bit uh, over picky there. Uh, it was no one goal, actually. Um, no, listen, the, the, the start the start the uh, season is very, very important. Um, and you know how hard the summer's been and you know how uh, how young the squad is and how difficult, uh, you know, setting off from... Gateshead Stadium at six o'clock this morning, and then having to play in what must have been close to 100 degrees heat um, against a team who are at home, and, and you know they've, 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 put, they've put themselves in, like everybody else, dying for a great start. I thought we just did outstanding. Um, three debut goals, or, or full debut goals for the lads, um, starting with Greg's, which was, which was, uh, which was fantastic. You know, he's um, he's a very very talented boy. He's got a very good football brain for his age, and. Uh, you know, to to have the uh, to have the ability and the uh, the foresight to do that and uh, start us off, and then the two strikers getting great strikers goals as well. Um, as I say, I couldn't really be more pleased with the lads. Uh, as I say, it's been a, been a really long day. It's still, see, still quite hard to believe that it's still the same day. But um, yeah, three points and and uh, you know onwards and upwards. And what is it about Maidenhead as manager? Thirteen goals scored and uh, just two conceded. Yeah, I think. Alan said the same thing after the game. To be honest with you, um, it's a completely different game to last year. You know, last year the pitch was very, very heavy, um, and we started like a house on fire. This time the pitch was perfect. It was uh, sear and heat out there, uh, and the lads' fitness levels and, and uh, the way that they stuck to the shape. Uh, you know, I, I didn't didn't really set out with a, with a plan at the start of the summer of playing uh, the way we've played. Um, I was quite open to it, but it just seems to suit the lads that we've got. And um, as I say that. The only disappointment was that we couldn't keep that clean sheet. But all it is is a start, and that's all it is. It's a good start. We know how uh, we know how tough um, the league and the season is going to be. You know, um, we know how people have seen our chances, and obviously, hopefully, the, the, they'll they'll have a look at the score, but not just the score, the performance, and realise that you know there's more to us than than, than, than what we thought, despite the budget. So, um, but Salford Tuesday. Um, Orient, who are, you know, a very good side. We know we know all about them. They've improved massively under Justin since he got there, and they'll be a, a force to be reckoned with this season. And then two tougher London trips away again. So everybody in the squad, small small though that the squad is, will be needed in the next two or three uh, weeks. So, uh, and, and but what we have done is, 
as we've done last season, is we've put together a really strong unit um, and they, they get on great with each other, as you've saw when you've been in and around the place. So, uh, you know, the, the dressing room in, after the game was, was very much a squad thing, not, not the people that played on the pitch, it was a togetherness and, uh, and that's, that, that'll help we'll carry on through the season. What was your message to the lads in the dressing room after that? Um, that we that we can improve, you know. We we we. It's a great start, but there's things out there. You know, it, it, as a manager, you're never 100% happy with everything. There's things out there we can do a lot better. We can we can control the game better in the last half hour when we, when we have the ball. We we kind of got sucked into playing a similar way to what they did. Every time we got the ball at the end, we just we just we seem to just uh, lump it clear. Um, and we've got the players that can actually relax on the ball and and, and dictate the play a little bit better near the end. So that's and just some decision making really throw in little, little things that we can always work on. But as I say that. Um, you know, I'm, I'm very proud of them today. I'm very proud of uh, of what they've done, uh, considering you know, considering the the day they've had. And on a personal level, are you proud that you've managed to put together this squad in such a short period under such a sort of tight budget? Well, yeah. I mean, it's you know, I had an idea that when the budget got um, when the budget got slashed to what it what it is, um, you know, I had an idea how the only way to do it would be to to do it the way I've did it. Um, but I embrace that challenge because I enjoy working with young players. You know, I started very young as, as a uh, as a pro myself. Started started at 16, in fact. So we got so we've got a lot of young lads out there. You know, I would say about three quarters of the team today was under 25, um, and. They'll uh, they'll make mistakes, but they'll all be genuine mistakes. And, and as I say, the plenty of energy. They're all hungry, um, and the club and the community can get behind them because as I say that they're all they're all local lads looking to make a making a big uh, career in football. Mm. Three of the lads themselves, Gateshead College graduates, Tom White, Elliot Forbes, and John Mellish. Yeah, no, exactly. And it's um, you know we had a few of the lads train with us on Friday from the college. We give them a chance to come and train with us, uh, and they only need to look at. Uh, those three lads playing today in the National League, you know, play, playing big parts in a, in a win away from home, to know that uh, there's probably no better time to be at Gateshead as a young as a young uh, footballer, because uh, you know you know you've got half a chance of getting uh, getting in the team and staying in the team. Mm. You touched on it before. Great win today. Very important big game against Salford on Tuesday at the stadium. Yeah, as I say, they've got to try and they've got to try and get the legs back. They've got to uh, obviously the journey, the journey uh, this morning. It's been a long one, It'll be a long one on the way back, but they'll, they'll have a chance to recover properly tomorrow. Hopefully, we we, we dare not do too much Monday, but we'll, we'll have to go through things. We'll, we'll go through the way Salford play. I'll be able to have a look at their game because it was on TV. So, um, so yeah, as I say, it's it's a good start, but that's all it is. It's just it's just a start. Well, that was Steve Watson talking to Dominic uh, after the game against Maidenhead. And, um, well, if you're just joining us, you've missed a fantastic first half. It's Gated 1, Salford 1. Gated going behind to an Adam Rooney goal, but Gated showing some fantastic composure and drive and coming back into the game with Cameron Skalkel driving into the box and he was fouled. And Luke Armstrong stepped up and sent the keeper the wrong way to level the game off. And um, well, just before we start the second, before the players come in for the second half, we'd like to say a big thank you to our sponsors, Naked Print. Um, if you follow them on their Facebook page, on Twitter, Instagram, and Pinterest, you'll see all of their designs. They do online personalised um, thank you cards, christening cards, birthday cards, everything they've got it covered, and they have new designs going up daily. Um, so have a look on eBay and Etsy if that is where you buy your things and um, same we do thank them for their continued support because without them we wouldn't be able to do this and um, well we've got a message from Scott from Rachel MacDonald just put hi Scott how's your ankle coming along uh, from Grace uh, who got a picture with you at the moment friendly 
Yes, um, ankles got a lot better. Um, hopefully, you know, X-ray in a week Thursday, and hopefully, uh, I'll be seven and a half weeks down the line, and uh, hopefully, I get the Oakley to start training uh, properly and kicking a ball. And uh, I hope you're having a, a lovely time in Scotland. Yeah, and um, are you having any pain at all with any of the running that you're doing at the moment, or is it feeling all right? No, it feels okay. Um, doing straight line running, it feels fine. And picking up, obviously, doing. You know, different times every day so obviously like 12 minute run 14 minute run feels fine obviously I've got my trainer in the gym obviously uh, leg Pacific stuff as well so that's coming along as well obviously just you know thanks for Busted as well he's uh, working me hard every day um, but obviously fitness in the gym um, compared to fitness on the football pitch is totally totally different so is that a lot of strength and conditioning and core work at the moment yeah obviously because I haven't done anything for three to four weeks it's just trying to get my legs working again obviously um, getting my uh, obviously hamstrings, quads, glutes, all them activated again. So when I, obviously once I come back training, then they're all they're all ready to go. And uh, are you feeling any fitter than after some of the runs? Are you still blowing? No, I'm still blowing. To be honest, obviously I'm up in my training a little bit. Obviously 12 minutes, 40 minutes. Um, but uh, they're still uh, they're getting harder and harder day by day. But that's what I need. Obviously I haven't done anything for four weeks. Uh, I've just been observing the players and you know oh, how they're training and that. Um, but my training is picking up now hopefully you know, I'll uh, get myself back on the training ground and uh, get myself ready to go well the players are back out on the pitch and Salford have just kicked the ball and it's uh, kicked off the ball should I say and it's went out for a throw and it gets it down here on the left hand side well we're going to get a closer look at Cameron uh, Salkeld here in the second half skaters are shooting from left to right Fraser Kerr with the throw in made Ardwitz the header over Armstrong but Tom White tries to bring the ball down in the midfield there and uh, is dispossessed by Liam Hogan who plays it out to Wiseman on the right hand side plays the ball forward and uh, John Mellish is there to pick up the ball who plays a lovely ball to Bowden but Armstrong's offside and um, it's a pity because he thought the initial ball was coming through to him and he was uh, when the ball went to Bowden he couldn't do anything but be offside could he? Um, no 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 but again fantastic John Mellish read the game read that uh, pass perfectly and a great pass but uh, just Lucas couldn't hold his line a little bit yeah and um, well Salford took the free kick and played the ball up to Gaffney who has John Mellish for company ball's crossed in and uh, Tinkler's there to clear it and um, see Liam Hogan on the ball plays it out to Torrey here on the left hand side Walker who's come out on the left hand side as well crosses the ball in Fraser Kerr's there to clear it Salford this half have changed the, uh, the two wingers I think uh, yeah, Walker's I think come on the left and uh, uh, Horton's gone on the right so I think that'll be easier for Walker as he's left footed yeah so. yeah he didn't have much joy in the first half did he no and yeah. it's normally like you see normally you see Danny, Danny Lloyd um, on the on the right hand side where he cuts in his left foot but uh, I think obviously with him with him injured day to a nigger for his ankle on Saturday um Obviously, probably try to put uh, Tom Walker out on the right to try and do the same thing, but this didn't quite. I don't think it quite worked for for Tom. But um, obviously, they just swap round. Yeah, and um, see, we've got Mike Williamson just walking past I there. Oh yeah, selfish, selfish coffee. Uh, didn't even offer, did he? I uh, know. Yeah, he didn't offer. Oh, just no, just walked past and smiled. Well, um, Lewis Neal, I remember Hatton, that. 
Lewis knew how to pick up a ball there. It was uh, Bowden was coming in, but he was never in any real danger. And uh, Pagrini plays the ball across the pitch to Wiseman on the right-hand side for Salford, who pings the ball forward, looking for the run of Gaffney. And that is ball is going to go out for a throw into Gateshead, halfway inside their own half. And um, Grace says, yes, thank you. She's having a good holiday. Good, good. Make sure you get the next home game. Yes, there's no excuses. Nope. Although I can't be at the next home game because it's me stag do. So, oh, so uh, is that me? Uh, no commentary, doing unfortunately. Doing a, doing a commentary on my own. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and um, Neil Pinkerton's put, I extend John's contract already. Obviously, about John Mellish there. Well, so he's, he's had so a good game agree. so far. I think he's definitely a player that um, other clubs will be monitoring because he's a yeah. young lad and you can see him developing game by game. As Salford have the ball, it's passed to Walker on the left hand side. He's got Skalkel coming in, but the cross was deep and too far out and it goes straight out for a throw in. Is it be? Oh, it's kept in throw indicated on the far side. I was a little bit worried there because when Walker on the left hand side being left footed, he got acres of space there and just seemed to. I don't know, put too much on that one, didn't he? I think he got in that cabbage patch in the corner. Yeah. So, uh, hopefully he keeps running in that cabbage patch and the crosses keep going. Yes, let's see, we're four minutes into the second half. If you are just joining us, Gateshead won, Salford City won here in the National League. And, um, well, Gateshead finding a life not too bad at the moment, winning the first game and drawing this game at the moment, but that could all change as Luke Armstrong has the ball on the left-hand side. Plays the ball in to Tom White, who turns fantastically. He's got white shirts if he needs them. Plays the ball to Borden. Borden was offside. And um, he tried to control it and um, just went off the top of his head behind him. But unfortunately, he was already off. And, um, well, we're joined by uh, a regular on the Heat Army podcast. It's uh, Andrew. How are you doing? Not bad yourself. Uh, very well, very well. Are you enjoying the game? It's, a, it's an enterta- uh, entertainment game for the neutral, I would say that. Well, it's an entertaining game for a Gateshead fan as well. A uh, little bit shaky at first when we went behind, but definitely growing into the game. Oh, 100%. Uh, I think think first 20 minutes we're kind of just easing ourselves into it, but uh, I think once they actually scored their goal, I think we turned on. We had a rocky couple of minutes there. There was one or two passes went astray. A little bit of a panic, but as you say, but for me... There's a couple of players like Skalkeld and Jack Hunt have really grown into the game. You still can't pronounce his name, can you? Was it Salkeld? Salkeld. What that? What that's it? Well, yeah. I, you know, pronunciation's not my strong point. God knows what uh, some of the uh, poor Salford fans have thought of the pronunciation of their players. But um, Tory is on the ball here on the left-hand side. He's got Walker in front of him. He's used him. He's on the overlap. He's got lots of time and space to cross this one in. And well, they say that was great by Jack Hunter there, who cut out the ball and put it out for a corner. Just a quick word, can I just say how fantastic the attendance is tonight? 1,200 here. Well, we, we didn't know wow. that, we hadn't heard that, but it does feel fan- uh, really full in this stand here tonight. Great turnout by Gated uh, Public today. Yeah, 98 away fans, but fantastic. Get Great to see the Gated Public uh, getting behind the team. It certainly is. Well, we'll be speaking to Andrew tomorrow on the podcast. Remember, join us at 9pm. And um, well, the ball's crossed in by Walker from the left-hand side, and it's nodded back in by Hogan and Hunt, uh, Hunter was there to clear the ball off the line, and it's going to come all the way right in front of the Salford dugout, and Tory is there to pick up the ball, and oh. um, he just put the ball through Salkeld's legs there, and um, Wiseman back to Tory in their own half, 
I think we're getting lots of tweets. Oh, my watch is going wild. Actually, no, it must be something else that's happening. But the ball's being played forward and down. Armstrong's chasing it down with Neil. He was never really going to get there, but he was putting the goalkeeper under pressure as Mellish heads the ball forward. It's picked up by Hunter in midfield on the halfway line. Puts it out onto the left-hand side. Bowden on the ball. Plays it back to John Mellish in his own half. Back to Hunter. Hunter turns, puts it to Bowden. Bowden dinks the ball forward to Ollie, who tries to head it on. But Wiseman's there, and Wiseman puts it out off Ollie for a Salford throw-in on the far side. Well... I figured out what my watch is vibrating for. It's the notifications from the Gator Twitter account. <laughs> so um, it wasn't people messaging in, but you can message us at heed underscore army and also on the chat facilities. Hunter plays the ball forward to Bowden. Bowden puts it out to Ollie, and Ollie just couldn't keep it in there. But um, And Stephen Roberts has put, Steve seems to have these players playing nice football. How are you, top of the league beckons? Well, let's not get ahead of ourselves yet. There's a lot of football to be played, but at the moment, Gator are very much in this game as Bowden chases down Hogan. And the ball goes out for a throw-in on the far side to Salford. Well, the second half has uh, started as the first half ended. Yes, um, obviously Salford had the first two, two or three minutes they've been switching play, um, you know, switching flanks regularly to so keep gets their players win. But at the moment we've got the hold of the game again. We're playing some beautiful football yep. again between the three of them, Greg, Luke and Bode. So... Hopefully this continues. Well, Tom White did really well there under pressure from Maynard. Stood up tall against the experienced midfielder. But the ball's played forward by J.J. Oh, O'Donnell. No, 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 no. And Greg Ollie is offside oh, now. That was no. very close. Very close. From where I was sat there, I couldn't tell. But, um, oh. yeah, that was a lovely little ball forward by J.J. there. To me, he looked about two yards onside. But oh. I, I, I don't yeah, know. I'm not a linesman. Yeah, the gaffer wasn't happy there. I think the linesman's ears are burning. As Chris Neal takes the free kick forward to Gaffney Gaffney heads it on and Rooney was pushing on Tinkler there Tinkler did well but he wasn't going to get there and it went all the way through to Ainsley Pears there well we mentioned in the first half about trying to exploit the channels and maybe the Gaffers said the same because we've, we've been look, going down the edges there haven't we yeah I've, um, obviously I watched them Saturday and you know, the two full backs for Salford they were like I said they great going forward not going to lie but um they leave gaps, um, really exposed when they do lose the ball. So, uh, you know, when the likes of Scott Bowden, Greg, and Luke who run the channels perfectly, um, I think that's where we can exploit. Yeah, as JJ O'Donnell put the ball out on the far side there for a throw in about 10 yards inside the gated half, just in front of the Salford away fans. Well, Joshua Purcell has put decent commentary listening in from Brazil. Well, thanks for the decent commentary, and well, hopefully, you are in Brazil. It's another pin in the map. Oh, worldwide audience. Yes. As the ball's played back to Chris Neal. Who's just put his foot on the ball. He's looking for options. And he's playing it right down the centre of the pitch. Looking for Gaffney. Who, fantastic by John Mellish. Who gets behind him and brings the ball away. He's crossed the halfway line. He's in the gated half. Plays it back to Ollie. Ollie back to Mellish. Mellish plays the ball forward. Is Luke Armstrong on side? He is. Can he get there? He oh, has. Really and it, was he fouled by... Well, he's given offside about 10 yards away from where he would have run onto it. So, a very strange decision there by the linesman. Uh, That's very strange because he was 10 yards deeper when he ran across. But yeah. he gave it 10 yards. Well, yeah. I'm not complaining because they've further up the pitch. But yeah. 
Um, yeah. Initially, I thought the free kick had been given there for, uh, well, for I Gator. Thought free, yeah, exactly. I thought it was a free kick. And we've uh, and Schofield as well confirmed we've had 1,243 here tonight. Fantastic for the first home game of the season. And they're getting shown some good football, so hopefully they can come back. As Rooney tried to play a through ball there, but it's intercepted by Gated. And Robbie Tinkler plays the ball over to Salkeld. Can he keep it in? He can. He's under pressure from Walker. And um, was he fouled? No, he was dispossessed as Walker drives forward of the ball, finds... Gaffney, Gaffney puts it across the box and Gates had managed to bring it away as Ollie on the edge of the box passes the ball forward to Borden who is dispossessed by Pagrini <laughs> forgot his name there well done, Tom. And Tom White puts the ball out there fantastic tackle and the throw-in's been taken quickly as I it's uh, a boy Tory gets it back and it's a throw-in to Gates there Tom White battling well it's Gus Mafuta hands the ball there, former Gator player, Fraser Kerr. That's the ball. Throws it forward, looking for Armstrong, who wins the header. And was that a foul? It was. And Gator have a free kick five yards inside their own half. As Lewis Maynard's, um, well, he's using some classic stalling techniques there. I don't know how long the referee will put up with that because he did a couple of things before. But it's a free kick to Gator just inside their own half. Fraser Kerr has left it. Robbie Tinkler, the captain, is coming over to take it. I'm guessing Tinkler's just keeping that armband warm. I don't know, to be honest. Um, I, have, I haven't heard anything, so. Well, we heard that you were going to be captain when you came from Steve Watson on the podcast, so. Well, we'll see anyway, but like I say, it doesn't. If, obviously, if Tinkler's doing really well, it doesn't. Um, I don't mind obviously him if he wants Tinkler to puts the ball forward as Bowden is chasing the ball down and damn the defender Pagrini had to pull it out there and Gator have won a throw in just near the corner flag but that was great pressure from the two forwards running in on the defence yeah great great ball on the line from Tinks again but it shows like again in the areas where the full backs are and we're chasing him down and creating things it's Greg Ogley has the ball in the corner flag he finds Tom White Tom White can he get across in he takes down the dead ball and he does But he, and he's found JJ O'Donnell but it's it turns oh, and it's JJ. deflected out JJ with another shot Oh. It was a looping shot, wasn't much pace on it, and the goalkeeper just plucks it out the air, but he did well to get that shot off. And the ball's being brought forward now by Salford. Played forward to Rooney. Rooney plays it out there. Only finds JJ O'Donnell. Back to Tinkler. Tinkler plays the ball forward. Armstrong, it's not it's Broden even, sorry, who's running the ball down and Hogan sees it out for a throw-in. But Gateshead not letting Salford breathe here at the moment. And we've got two substitutes warming up. It's Lewis Maloney and Connor Thompson. Elliot Forbes. Is it Elliot Forbes, is it? Yeah, I can tell by his rascal of a haircut. Oh, oh one second. As, um, as Armstrong was battling in there with the defence and uh, Chris Neal just plucks it out the air and rolls it out to Torrey. Torrey cuts inside, plays it to... Oh, he's oh, up. Well, oh. I thought that was a fair tackle by Jack Hunter on uh, Lewis Maynard. And Maynard... Making him, he's been in a little bit of argy-bargy, isn't he? He's putting himself about, trying to rattle the young players. Yeah, but he's putting himself about, but nothing's going to face Tom White, you know. Torrey puts the ball into the box, and uh, Gaffney managed to bring it down, but he didn't control it that well, and it's been put out for a throw-in to Salford. Torrey picks the ball up to throw it in. He's got Gaffney, he's found him on the edge of the box, who plays the ball across to Maynard, Maynard. So White, um, Whitehead who plays the ball in looking for Rooney and um, well it goes all the way through to Pears 
and um, gets it standing firm there at the back. Yeah, great covering by John then. Fantastic for John Mellish. You know, getting his body in front of uh, in front of Gaffney and just seeing into Pez. So yeah, again, great defensively. Yeah, nearly 60, well, 60 minutes gone here against the International Stadium. And uh, Wiseman brings the ball forward for Salford on the halfway line over the right-hand side. You had Bowden for company there. And so Jack Hunter wins the ball there, did it, and it goes all the way through. But I thought he would have been able to get out of the white shirt. Unfortunately not, as Pagrini puts the ball forward. And uh, Rooney brings the ball down, didn't control it. And thankfully Robbie Tinkler was there to put that ball out. And that was good defending there by Gator because Rooney looked like he was in acres of space there. I think they've solved Salford changed their tactics a little bit now. Obviously, they're switching the ball to flank to flank, but they're putting the ball more frequently in the box. Yeah. Um, they must have exploited you know, with, with Gaffney and Rooney, but uh, it's kind of working for them at the moment. They're yeah. causing some little bit of problems, but Gates are defensive as well. Wiseman standing firm. Wiseman received the ball from Whitehead there on the right hand side. He pumps the ball into the box. Fraser Kerr's there to win the header out as Maynard heads it back, and that's going to go all the way through to the keeper. Just shows again and went straight to Liam Hogan in the centre half and he's put it straight in the box from yep. his own half. So again, I think the tactics have, have uh, changed for Salford, not, not this uh, passy passy stuff anymore. They're just putting it straight in the box. I think they're trying to ease up with the pressure from the Gateshead forward line and the ball's pumped forward there as Pagrini's won the header only as far as Hunt, uh, Hunter, who heads it forward into the. Well, Headed it towards the box there, and uh, Liam Hogan calmly heads that back there. At first, I thought he had misjudged that. Oh, and, I thought uh, he did as well. And, and Neil now has the ball, and he's ushering his, urging his teammates to go further up the pitch. Rooney didn't win the header there. Fraser Kerr headed it forward. Ollie back to Bowden. Bowden puts the ball through. Armstrong would have been offside there as Wiseman goes back to clear up the ball, and I think he's going to play this across the defence. He has all the way to Pagrini. Torre back to Pagrini. Crossfield ball to Wiseman on the halfway line. Chester ball down. Fantastic by Greg Ollie there. Closed him down and it's flew into Salford just inside the gates at half. This In the Salford half, sorry. Gentlemen, 1243. 1243. And that includes 98 travelling supporters this evening. Thanks for your support. Fantastic crowd here. You probably heard over the tannoy there. It's a different gate set this year, different ownership, different team. But the love and passion still there. And hopefully we can build on this as a fan base and really start to go places this year on and off the pitch. As Tom White has the ball, plays it to Salkeld. Pumps the ball forward, looking for the run of Bowden, who puts uh, Pagrini under pressure, who plays the ball up, and Maynard heads the ball up, but doesn't get it far. Whitehead heads the ball down, only as far as Hunter. Hunter plays it out to Ollie. Ollie's got the overlap, but he played it on the inside. The overlap was the ball from Skalkeld, but Liam Hogan plays the ball forward. Tinkler heads it back. Hunter, uh, no, Hunter, sorry, it's Walker. Walker to Whitehead. Whitehead plays the ball across the pitch but J.J. Jo, uh, O'Donnell's there who's had a quiet second half so far drives forward with the ball he's got Armstrong for company on the left hand side so he puts it out to Armstrong crosses the ball in and it's cleared by Liam Hogan and it's a gated throw in halfway inside the, the Salford half on the far side we're starting to probe in and around the box again yeah it's kind of even even half so far I think obviously Salford are causing us problems but 
when we get the ball, we're causing them problems. So yep. it's a very entertaining game. Tom White's won a corner, uh, a throw-in, sorry, level with the corner of the box as J.J. O'Donnell's going to take this throw-in. He's looking for a white shirt. Passes it to Mellish. Mellish cuts inside. Fantastic. He's got space. Can he pick a shirt out? He's cut back in again. He thinks he's Pele. He's shot. And I'll tell you what, that was a great bit of movement by Mellish there from the defender. He looked more like an attacking midfielder, but Gator have won a corner. I think ever since he's played out of Livingston game, we could call him Maldini. But again, great composure by John Mellish. He's just grown in confidence every game. Like I talk to him every game, and once he plays with no fear, the boy can go on well, it's, it's, incredibly it's a beautiful thing to say we, we keep saying it's a young side but they're playing with no fear as Greg Holly is going to take the corner from the far side he puts it in it's straight in towards the middle and Jack Hunter tried to get up at the back and it's going to go straight out for a Salford throw in about two yards from the corner flag and um, oh must have been a foul there I didn't see that yeah, yeah well I didn't see linesman flag I didn't hear a whistle but free kick's been taken by Neil the goalkeeper and Gateshead managed to get the ball after Walker with a clumsy first touch plays it, tries oh. plays through Liam Hogan with a good interception there at first I thought he wasn't going to get there the ball's played forward as Adam Rooney up against Fraser Kerr but, uh, Gaffney trying to bring it down and the ball's played through to Tom White who's driving forward with the ball he's got Maynard for company and that was a foul there and uh Yes, it's a few little niggly things here and I think Maynard's going to get a warning. He's done a few things off the ball when there's been fouls and things. But um, it hasn't been that type of game, but he's using his experience to try and rile these young players. Yeah, he is. Um, he's using his experience very well, but like I said about five minutes ago, is nothing's going to face Tom where he's just going to get up and probably be in his year because he's, like, he's, he's exactly the same in training, Tom. You know, he can give it and he can take it as well, so... Well, Tinkler with a quick free kick to Kerr who Kerr pumps it into the box it's cleared by that man uh, Maynard but only as far as John Mellish who plays it to Hunter Hunter turns he looks across he's got Salkeld on the right hand side and he's picked him out Salkeld's got the ball he's looking for a white shirt he's cut inside he's found Hunter Hunter plays it out to Tom White Tom White cuts inside is he going to shoot no he plays a little beautiful ball to Armstrong Armstrong oh sorry oh, Salkeld can he shoot oh and it was, it was Greg Ollie that played it back to Skalkeld but Gateshead turning the screw here fantastic football from, from Gateshead again a little bit one-two between Cam and uh, Ollie but the football we play in the moment is fantastic it is and there's a ball put across there and just a little bit too much on it but yeah I say if, if you're if you're going to come here today and you didn't know which team was the team that had all the money and which team had the massive budget cut you wouldn't be able to tell which team was which and that has to go praise has, for that has to go to Steve Watson and Mickey Cummins and Ben Clark because they have uh, worked with this young squad something rotten in pre-season and it's paying dividends so far Greg Ollie plays the ball back to Mellish who pumps the ball forward and Pellegrini who's have been fantastic in defence but that's a great interception by Armstrong who plays it out to J.J. O'Donnell on the left hand side who turns back on himself to give himself a little bit of breathing room Jack Hunter looks up plays it back to JJ JJ's got space crosses the ball in unfortunately it's going to go out for a corner to uh, Gateshead but that was another good ball in there and Salford they're getting it out crook by crook there's no uh, finesse about it it's putting it out into safety first I think we're just a little bit too quick for him at the moment though. we're playing a little bit of one-twos in a small congested area and you know they just I don't think they can, they're living with us at the moment. Obviously, we're playing at a higher tempo and 
They are just playing at the low temple, just putting the ball in, yep. but it's been fantastic. Greg Ollie puts the ball in. It's a lofted ball, this one, but it went to the edge of the box and it's cleared by Liam Hogan. As John Mellish is going to pick it up on the halfway line on the left-hand side. He's looking forward, pumps the ball forward. There's still white shirts up there. Armstrong's underneath it. He wins the header. He's found Salkeld. Can Salkeld beat his man? He's got Toria there. Salkeld takes it down. Gets a shot off! Oh! And off the hill. From here, that looked as if it was going to go into the far side of the net. But uh, Armstrong come in, and unfortunately, it just went past the post. But Gates had shown that they are getting very dangerous in the final third. It sounded like Gary Neville when Chelsea scored against Barcelona and ended up in the Champions League. <laughs> Oh, don't worry, I went a bit high-pitched when you scored that <laughs> screamer against Bromley. It happens. Oh, no, fantastic game from Cam. I think he's been superb. He's, he's taken his wing-back role to... Uh, he hasn't. Well, Ollie's on the ball and, and played it through. Oh, and Armstrong's one-on-one on one with the keeper. Can he score? He puts it through. Yeah! yeah! Look, Armstrong! He's set the time and we are standing there. Absolute chaos. What a finish. What we, a said finish it's been, we said it's been coming. Oh, turning the screw and what composure that's his third goal of the season his second goal of the game Luke Armstrong the man on loan from Middlesbrough has put Gateshead 2-1 in front but Greg Ollie did well there put a beautiful ball through and well when he got into the box it looked like there was only one finish oh brilliant fantastic you know wish I was down there with the boys but you know to celebrate with them but this is fantastic work I can see the gaffer in, in the box in the this technical of beaming was smiling, but this is fantastic to watch. You know, great, great pass by Greg, Ollie. You know, Pimper, Crab pass, and Luke again showed unbelievable composure and uh, pulling the slot in the bottom corner. And well, that was that this, is, this is unbelievable. That this was is class. that was beautiful. That and I, I, I know you probably think I'm a broken record, but this is a young squad that's only been together for the best part of four weeks. And we're playing some beautiful stuff. Like I said, you know, the oldest player on the pitch is Scott Bowden, 20, 27. And then it's JJ, 26. And all the rest are young lads. You've got 23, 22. And it's the energy and the passion they show. And like I say, when we scored that goal, you know, and it's not just like three or four. It's it's the whole team going over and uh, and celebrating. And, and it's fantastic. Well, I say the time and we are stand there just went absolutely mental. And Gateshead passed the ball forward. Armstrong again trying to get on the ball and um, it's went through to Neil who clears the ball but it's Gateshead 2 Salford 1 and um, as I say what a start this has been oh, in. and uh, well Armstrong is on got on the other side of the defence the defence oh, has just on. got back he's got Armstrong for company there's only Ollie in the box at the moment Bowden's getting there but the ball's played back to JJ O'Donnell Gateshead using the ball Jack Hunter the former Newcastle United youngster on the ball back to JJ JJ on, JJ on the left hand side can he beat his man he well, he got a cross in there and he's won a corner absolute fantastic stuff from Gated. still driving forward with the ball and Michael Purcell the man in Brazil has put you are a broken record and an angry face of course I know you're a Salford fan but we're a bit excited but there's still a lot of football to be played here 20 minutes left Greg Ollie on the far side crosses the ball in <laughs> got through Fraser Kern uh, I thought we might go a deflection there for another corner but it's a goal kick to Salford well I think we're going to see a substitution here the former gated man Gus Mafuta is getting stripped to come on of course he joined Salford uh, last year last summer after two seasons at Gated 
as Greg Ollie picks up the ball just inside the gates and half plays ball forward to Bowden Bowden's running onto it he's got Liam Hogan battling with him and uh, Hogan plays it off Bowden and it is a throw-in to Salford well no surprise that they're going to make the substitution here they're trying to show things up I think uh, Salford but it looks like um, Nick Horton is the man that's going to be replaced obviously I think uh, Gus will probably go centre midfield and then uh, I think Whitehead will go and play uh, probably go and play out yeah. in the wing well the ball's nodded back by Torre to Neil who fantastic throw to Neil here on the left hand side but fantastically dispossessed there and that was some great pain it looks like there was a little bit of afters there um, by Walker nothing too malicious but let's see White is down there and um, hopefully he gets back up he's off the pitch so <laughs> oh, be right. he yeah he's alright he's just had a little knock there on the hamstring and um, get straight back up yeah he's a strong lad there probably just wasn't expecting that to come in there at the back but they don't expect us uh, closing down like and again a great great hassling by Tom White you know great drive energy and uh, won the ball and got the free kick so it just shows again like what we've been saying all, all commentary um, we're closing down they can't really live with us um, just well. shows as I say, a lot of people probably didn't expect this at the beginning of the game, but as I say, there's still football to be played. But if it stays like this, we'll be very happy. What's the tactics now? Um, <laughs> Got to get into them. That's what he says as Neil Pinkerton. As um, Greg Ollie has the ball down the side of the box. He's got Bowden on the ball now. Skalkel for company. He's going to pass about, tries to get a cross in. Has he won a corner? He has. It's another corner at Gated. Clayton Bruce. Uh, can we keep him please haha <laughs> that must be about uh, Armstrong of course but um, the two loan lads are doing well tonight both on loan from Middlesbrough well J. Joe Donald's coming over to take this corner I think it's his 6th or 7th corner of the game JJ's delivery has been fantastic today I just need yeah. to get someone across well he plays it short to Oli Oli plays it back to JJ JJ lofts the ball in takes a deflection okay. to another corner came off the back of Gus Mafuta no, that's good um mixing it up yeah I was just about to say not doing the same thing not getting predictable of course having Gus on the pitch it's another big big body in the box for Salford had for clearing balls and uh, put what an amazing fe feeling 3,000 kilometres away from the international stadium Hawaii the Heed and that is from the Russian Heed army so we're reaching far and wide in a truly global podcast so thank you very much for tuning in but JJ O'Donnell great delivery great ball in it's cleared there by Maynard and it's fell to Tom White who puts it back out to JJ JJ's got space can he get it in cuts back in himself Great it's a lovely delivery. ball in and it's deep and it's cleared again headed out and uh, Gus Mafuta clears it but that was beautiful bravery by Hunter there who gets the ball to Ollie finds JJ here who's found himself on the right hand side back to Tom White Tom White to Hunter Hunter back out to JJ he's got Greg Ollie if he needs him he's got a run in there but it's back to Hunter in the centre of the pitch out to Greg Ollie can Greg Ollie whip one in he does it's gone out to the far side can get off the ground and Armstrong looked like he had got up there but it just went past the post and um, well Gated still proving for another goal well Tom White going to pick the loose ball up in the centre circle plays it out to Salkeld Plays it back to Fraser Kirk. Gates had using the ball at the moment. Plays a ball, proven ball forward, but Torrey picks it up. But Armstrong's there at the battle and he's still got it and he turns and dispossessed as Pagrini plays the ball forward. Mellish heads it back towards the centre circle. And Mafuta heads it down on his second control. And uh, Rooney on the ball. Salkeld 
gets the loose ball that was there because Rooney didn't control it and Tinkler pumps the ball forward but Pagrini's going to be there to pick up the loose ball and maybe play it back to the goalkeeper or yes he's played it to Chris Neal I think they've uh, they've changed up Salford are going to 4-3-3 with Gus uh, sitting with uh, Maynard and Whitehead going pushing on a little bit forward yeah I think they're going to be maybe play a little bit more long ball the way they're set up at the moment yeah um, Walker's gone back on the on the right hand side and they put Gaffney on the on the left with Rooney at top of his own which is uh, to me is a little bit of a strange thing I probably would have put Rooney a Hunter fantastic ball to Armstrong who chests it down who plays a lovely little ball to White who finds Skalkeld beautiful passing football from Gator Skalkeld still got the ball cuts inside lovely turn look for the run of, uh, look for the run of uh, Borden there but um, that was lovely stuff from Skalkeld say 15 minutes remaining here at Gator International Stadium it's Gator 2 Salford City 1 as Tory on the ball plays it down towards Gaffney Gaffney's got the ball turns back on himself Tries to find a player in the middle of the pitch. Maynard's going to pick it up. Maynard passes it to Mafuta, who in turn passed it to Walker. But Walker's dispossessed. And that's fantastic pressing by Gated as Bowden has the ball. Jack Walker. Jack Walker. Jack Hunter, even, sorry. Under pressure from Walker. Plays it back to Mellish. Mellish on the left hand side. Brings the ball forward. Plays a proven ball forward for the run of Bowden. But. Former captain of Gated, Hogan was there to clear it, but Hunter's on the ball in the halfway line. He's going to play it to Tom White, who's sitting in the centre circle. To Fraser Kerr. Out to Salkeld. And lovely little touch in there to Tom White, and Tom White just cuts back on himself and sent Maynard the wrong way. But Fraser Kerr on the ball finds Salkeld with a lovely little oh, flick. That was beautiful. That and he's unlucky, oh, unlucky. Oh, dispossessed, but he's, he's really putting on the trickery here. He's enjoying himself out there as Rooney brings the ball down there in between two goal, um, gets the defenders as Whitehead on the ball tries to play the ball into Walker and it's deflected and pairs as well. Oh. Oh, I thought he did well to keep that from going out for a corner, but it has, and it's a corner to Salford on the far side. But Salkeld, what's he had in his drink in his water bottle at half time? I think he's been fantastic all game. Um, like I said he's grown in, grown in confidence every every minute like I said earlier on this is a new role but like I said he's playing with no, no fear like all these youngsters we got they play with no fear I think we play with no fear they get the best out of them and the show with Cam and the ball's whipped in from the far side it's deep looking for Hogan Hogan gets the header and it's straight out for a gated goal kick well Nick McLean's but just tuned in uh, was panicking getting no uh, phone signal in the Lake District cheers for the commentary uh for those of us who can't be there well it's an absolute fantastic game and if you're listening and you are from the northeast why not get yourselves along if uh, if we play anything like this you're not going to be disappointed it's gated to Salford City 1 at this moment in time and I tell you what gated look good for their lead but we all know it can change and if these young lads can keep their concentration their composure and also their no fear attitude at this moment in time there's no reason why they can't go on and get the three points but will not get too carried away just yet as Fraser Kerr goes to pick up the loose ball as uh, Adam Rooney tries to keep it in and um, I would imagine Fraser Kerr and Rooney have had uh, battles in the past in the Scottish Premier League yeah. when Fraser was playing up there I think they have I think obviously we, we've been speaking in the last few weeks about, obviously about Rooney going to Salford and he said that uh, they've had a few battles so yeah as uh, the ball's played forward by Armstrong uh, got caught underneath his feet there and it's went in for a throw into Salford 
So Graham Alexander, the Salford goalkeeper, uh, Salford manager even, he's shouting out lots of instructions at the minute and fantastic defending by Kerr there to nod that throw-in out for another throw-in. Well, Torrey on the ball, plays it to Gaffney. Gaffney's got company there and it's played up the pitch and I'll tell you what, Fraser Kerr's been absolutely phenomenal at the back as, as everyone has been so far but I wouldn't like to pick man of the match just yet. It's, uh, there's been some fantastic displays out there as Whitehead splays the ball across to Wiseman on the right hand side to Walker Walker's got JJ for company who's not letting him breathe and that's fantastic defending by JJ and um, see the ball's played forward by Gateshead and JJ that was some good defending there just stood his ground and made the Salford man play a poor ball but Salkel oh, fantastic God, turn as he kept that ball in the tackle plays it forward to Tom White and Tom White's here on the right hand side he's plays the ball across the pitch oh and it's, oh. it's felt Armstrong Armstrong's there oh I've just oh, passed the post my oh my God I'm sorry I think that was Bowden not Armstrong but that was fantastic play and there's a Salford player down there injured and um, I, think I think it might be no it's not Hogs I thought it was Hogs but no I think it might be Maynard is it no, 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 it's not made out. It's hard to see who it is from the here. Left, the Wiseman. Uh, Wiseman, yeah, he's the player I can't spot, but that was that was a fantastic bit of play by Bowden, eh? Very good again, but fantastic again, fantastic uh, tackle by Cam. Yeah. Put in Whiteley, great delivery by Tom White. And again, Bowden's just obviously got a little deflection for a corner, but tell you what, whoever's picking the spot of man in the match tonight oh. is going to be in for a I, tough time I'm telling you it's been, it's been a fun. I think I've got my man in the match but uh, yeah I've got my I'm not going to say it just yet because no, 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 you, you no, never no, know no, what's going to happen but um, uh, I, I tell you what I mean we've got a corner at the end of that uh, bit of play there as well I mean we stopped for the injury the player's still down there Wiseman who's had a good game for Salford he's um, been involved a hell of a lot going forward for them yes he has he has obviously I think he's the, he's the one at the two fullbacks who's like the most uh, creating something but um, again this I think our, our defence, our, our shape as well, is uh, stopping them from uh, from creating anything. You know, just putting the balls in. And also yeah. when we do, that, that was one of our main areas this year where, you know, we haven't got our height and stuff like that. But you know, we were concerned about you know big big teams, obviously like Salford, like Dover, Eastley. You know, when they do pump balls in the box, and you know, how are we going to defend them? But at the moment, we defending it perfectly hopefully yeah. it continues uh, for the rest of the game well a couple of scores from around the National League Halifax are winning 1-0 home to Barrow Hartlepool are winning 2-1 home to Harrogate and Wrexham are 0-0 with failed uh, so a few scores from around the league um, but we are about to have a corner here JJ down here on the right hand side he's got Greg Ollie there for company they've dragged a couple of players out the box in case it's a short corner so we'll see what is going to happen here as Wiseman is still off the pitch receiving treatment and um, it's not going to be a short one or is it? <laughs> I thought Tom White was going to come forward there but JJ whips the ball in it's going to go forward to the back post a little, bit too, little bit too much on it and um, unfortunately Armstrong wasn't going to get on that one and it's a goal kick to Salford and Wiseman is back on the pitch and a little bit gingerly as well may I say he's, uh, he must have took a hell of a knock there because he's a big lad he wouldn't think he'd uh, go down oh, for the hell of it I think that was I think that, that was, was Hogan. Hogan that, that was Hogan, Hogan yeah so he's normally a man who never stays down yeah I think in his whole time at Gateshead I've never seen him stay down um, but Walker and um, dispossessed by J. Joe Donnell to throw in on the far side well Stephen Roberts has put loving Barrow on the radio something to think about after your playing days are done 
No, I think I'm thinking about it to be honest. <laughs> Didn't mention me though, did he? No, no, no. <laughs> Too many mistakes on name pronunciation. I'm here to help you. You are. Well, so 12 minutes remaining here, gets it in National Stadium. It's already not 12 minutes, seven minutes. I'm giving us too much time there. Uh, just been an absolute end-to-end -end stuff. It's, uh, I'm just catching my own breath here. <laughs> God knows what it's like being a player down there at the moment. Well, the best thing about this team at the moment, the where last year when we were two and up or one and up last year, we would, we never saw a game off. No, it's uh, we were always panicked and guilty of maybe switching off a yeah, little bit, thinking the job was done. At the moment, we're so composed in the ball, and so hopefully this continues. Yep. There's Tory on the halfway line, is battling with Armstrong. He finds Maynard. Maynard dispossessed by Tom White, and it's a throw into um, Salford. And Tom White doing in turn what Maynard's been doing all game, just kicking the ball away there, and making delaying the throw in. That's but Tom White theory. Yeah. He's like that all the time. He's like in training. Gaffney on the ball on the left hand side. He's got two gates of place for company. He's managed to turn, get down to the dead ball lane, crossed it in, and it went right through, and Rooney Whoa. hits the post. Ro oh, sorry, it wasn't Rooney. It was Maynard hit the post, and Rooney didn't get a good shot off, but Gates had managed to clear the ball as Bowden holds the ball up. He's dispossessed by Buccarini, and the ball's headed clear by Jack Hunter. And, um, well, Salford have the ball just on the halfway line, but Gates had didn't switch off there, but um, I tell you that Salford managed to get a shot off quickly, didn't they? We, we kind of switched off there, obviously. Um Cam and Fraser had obviously Gaffney but just letting him turn obviously great cross by Gaffney and, yeah. and I suppose basically a great yeah. strike by Maynard but hit the post but uh, again Jack Hunter's there to for the rebound to block it but I think Salford are picking it up a little bit now well, the was a little bit so it looks like Liam Hogan's return to Gateshead is going to end early he must be carrying a knock because they're going to make a substitution here he's going to be replaced by um, number 19 Mark, with Mark Shelton so they must be going for it. I would I thought they would have put on obviously like for like defender yeah. Nathan Pond or yeah he's, he's or took a knock like I think it uh, looks like it could be hamstring or the way he's, he's hobbling there it's, it's, a shame. Not, it's not nice to see Liam Hogan coming off obviously a good friend of mine um, also used to play together at Macclesfield and but it's not nice to see but hopefully it's nothing serious and, yeah uh, he, he always served, he always served Gateshead very well and he's getting a good warm round of applause here from the Gateshead faithful um yeah, it's a, it's a shame. Uh, yeah, you can tell he's disappointed there, sitting down on the bench. He's getting a handshake from everybody. It's never nice to see a, a friend, obviously coming off injured, but uh, hopefully it's nothing serious and yeah. he'll be uh, he'll be back next week for Salford. Gaffney chest the ball down there, and I think it's that's when it's for a gated throw in. Uh, Salford throw in on the far side in the gated half. Well, we'll just have a little look to see if anyone's tweeted us at here underscore army. We'd love to know where you're listening from in the world. Uh, things are br uh, looking bright at Gateshead FC. Here's Clayton Bruce. As Tory has the ball in the centre circle. Plays it out to Walker, who has Salkeld for company. Salkeld tries to get a foot out and does enough to make enough for Tom White to, be able to win yeah, the ball. Salkeld wins a fantastic slide and tackle there. And it puts out for a throw into to Torrey and uh, he's been told to take that back he tried to steal about 10 yards but again obviously he got past Cam with a start but again Tom White great coming around, coming around and then Cam got back with a great tackle so the shows that if one of us gets beat you know the other one comes around and supports so the shows that we're our team yeah well bet th uh, six th <laughs> bet, six, uh, bet three six five 
Oh, really loving that Gary Neville's team are getting beat here. <laughs> Unconfirmed reports that Gary Neville and Co are preparing a £10 million bid to buy um, Luke Armstrong. And it says that Luke Armstrong scored three to Salford's two goals this season, which is fantastic. We'll give that a little retweet. But it's still not over here yet. Let's not get too carried away as Gateshead play the ball forward. As Greg Ollie chases down Wiseman, who plays it back to Neil. Neil plays it to Pagrini. If I'm playing, oh, apologies if I'm pronouncing his name. Honest, I don't think I could pronounce his name, to be honest. Yeah. Piagrini? Piagrini. Piagrini, or yeah. it could be another manager like Pellegrini. Yeah. It could be yeah. any, anything like that. Well, the ball's played out to the right hand side. It's back to Gaffney. Gaffney lofts a ball in there, and, and it's a header away by. Um, was, it was, was that Rooney that got the header off there? No, that was Maynard again. Maynard again. And um, that was just past the post. Um, if that had been on target, it would have caused us bother. Um, but it is still gated two, Salford one. I think and we've got I think two minutes remaining here. coming in now a little bit. Also, he's sitting off too much. Um, need to get a little bit higher up the pitch. Obviously, it's easy to say from the, com the commentary box, but obviously, tired legs are in the box. But. Um, just need a little bit more organisation to get us up the field um, and try and keep the ball yeah. a little bit more. Well, ball's played out to. I'll try to see who that is. I think that's the substitute that came on. No, it's not. It's Walker. No, it's well not. done, no. JJ O'Donnell. Oh, it's uh, Shelton on the far side. JJ, this Fantastic. And um, I thought he played it off him for a free um, a throw in there, but it didn't. As Gus Mafoot has the ball just near the centre circle. Plays out to Gaffney, who's dropped deep to get this ball. Plays it over and that's uh, an awful uh, ball yeah, and it's yeah, gone okay. out for a throw-in. And Gator doing enough pressure there to make Salford make some mistakes as they're chasing this game to get back into it. Like I said, I think we need to get a little bit of height in the field, keep our shape and then I think that's really fine. Yes, Salkel's taking his time with this throw-in. Just over a minute remaining of normal time here. What a result this will be for Gator. What a start of the season after a summer of not knowing what was going to go on under ownership but Greg Ollie's got the ball he drives forward that's beautiful can he get across into the box I think he's going to take his time and not do anything silly takes it out to the corner he's dispossessed and it's a uh, throw in to Gateshead there that's sensible things we don't want to do anything stupid and that's give the ball that, away for the counter what, that's what uh, an experienced player would, would have done you know, got a straight in the corner seen it off but again I think know, he, when, he, when he first beat the defence there I think he had an idea of going in but then you've seen him quickly think let's take it towards the corner and I missed who was man uh, of the, the match man of match was Tom White but I, I, I think you could have given it to anybody anybody you could have given it to I could have given it to the goal scorer but for me it would be Skalkeld yes yeah, that was my decision as well but, but I, we'll have a heat army man of the match and that'll go to Cameron we'll Skalkeld we'll have to do a little, uh, little poll I think we will do but yeah. I think yeah well, I think we'll do that in future commentaries but Skalkill to me he won the penalty and he's been tenacious in this second half and he's he, he's put a bit of flair on it as well yeah I think you couldn't uh, to be honest I couldn't I don't think I could have given it could have picked anybody because they've all been fantastic you know, Cameron Luke um, Tom White yeah. all been well, fantastic Jack Hunter as well I think he's been superb as he well he has yeah four minutes of added on time here at Gates International Stadium as uh, the ball's played through and it's going to go all the way through to Lewis, uh, Chris Neal. As Chris Neal comes out the box, urging his players to go forward as he pumps the ball forward, looking for Gaffney. Gaffney's beaten in the air by Mellish, fantastic, as Armstrong's battling, got the ball, plays it out to Bowden. Bowden on the left-hand side, plays it back to Hunter, Hunter back to Bowden. Oh, Bowden just couldn't unlucky, control unlucky. it. And I think that would have been a one where you would have went on the attack on that one. Yeah, I think just a little bit too much in that pass, but again, great interchange between Jack Hunt and, and Scott Bowden. 
<laughs> and Stephen Roberts has put his man of the match is Scott Barrow. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully, get a lot well, of more this year. We've talked a good game. I have. I think this, is, this could be my new role, I'm telling you, when I finish. I'm actually kind of enjoying it. Good stuff, good stuff. It's addictive, isn't it? It is, actually, it is. I, I, when I first did, I was nervous, but uh, this is uh, this is fantastic. Well, as I say, I've just looked down at the bench there, and um, just as we that attack broke down, Steve Watson turned around with a big smile on his face. I think it's safe to say he's proud of his boys tonight, as um, Kate had win a throw-in on the far side. But a big thank you to everyone that's listened in tonight. As I say, you've told us you're listening in Germany, you're listening in, in Brazil, you're listening in the United States, all over the UK, in Scotland, Plymouth, Lake District, Prado, <laughs> Eben. We're Brazil. hitting all of them places. Brazil, yes. Um, so a big thank you to everyone that's listened in. But Tory picks up the ball. And he's indicated half, plays it out on the left-hand side to Walker. Walker's got Sal Keldon. Sal Keldon oh, threw himself well at that done, one. Cam. Superb. And um, he's took a he's little hobble, uh, hobbling Superb. up on that one. A little bit of cramp. But I think if there's anyone that deserved to have cramp, it'd be him because the effort he's put in today. He's <laughs> run his absolute socks off. He has. For an 18 and 19 year old lad, he's, he is probably one of the fitness in the team, and him and Lewis Maloney. And one of the most magical things is as well, if you've been on Twitter or Facebook, you'd see that his dad put up a picture of him playing in the Gated youth team in the juniors in the Gated strip and yeah, then a picture of him in he, as an adult playing for Gated and um, that's a magical thing to happen because we've never had that happen in well ever because uh, we've never had a youth team for <laughs> since uh, like 10 years ago so to see a product come through and return to the club is absolutely fantastic well, it's magical like stuff as, things like ours are fathers you know I mean it's priceless it's you know well see you boys six year old when the Gated kit and now He's playing on the stadium and yeah. he's played absolutely I think fantastic. He was even, I think he was even younger in that picture. Yeah, I think he was like about been, uh, 13, 14. He's been fantastic, you know, I mean, he's energetic. You know, he's created the first goal. He's, well, he's created a lot of new, numerous opportunities today. His en energy, superb, and uh, I think his dad, his dad will be proud of him tonight. Well, I think the Gated fans are proud of him. I certainly am as a Gated fan he's just down there receiving treatment I think the cramps just getting a little bit of a better of him here I think we might see a substitution I think we might see a debut for Tom Devitt coming on as well the new lad um, a big ginger head defender we've had one of them before here James Curtis so if he's anything like him he'll go down a storm here at Gateshead Cameron yeah he's uh, I think yeah he's uh, he'll yeah, right. he's, he's, he'd be, he'd be alright but I think he's going to come off here as a precaution but it's a throw in here to Salford. To Gus Mafuta. Gus Mafuta pumps it forward. There's blue shirts all over in the box. As John Mellish heads it clear. Only as far as Whitehead who puts it out to the wing. Back to Whitehead. Whitehead whips a ball in. It's cleared by it, Robbie Tinkler. Only as far as Gus Mafuta. As Gus Mafuta plays it to Torrey. And only as far as Salkel. And Salkel is going to chase onto that. And Gus Mafuta is going to see that go out for a throw in. I didn't think the full ball had went out there for a second and he picked it up but it's going to be a substitution here and I think it is going to be Cameron Salkel uh, yes it is it's going to be Cameron Salkel coming off but Tom Devitt and he's getting a good round of applause see he's all here oh man of the match he's getting a stand ovation he's been absolutely fantastic the lad from Lofel has done Gateshead proud here tonight he's been fantastic he deserves his uh, round of applause you know he's worked his absolute socks off and again like I said he's our man of match but again he couldn't put anybody out he couldn't uh, pick because they've all been fantastic tonight he has and good luck to 
here to the FCTV and doing the highlights tonight because I think it's going to be about a 15-minute long show uh, because there's a lot, a lot of things to pick out. It's Maynard on the edge of the box, tries to get a shot off, hit it left-footed, didn't get it clean, and that went about 15 yards wide. And I think that's got to be one of the last passages of play. So I hope it is because I don't think they can take this anymore. I know. What a fantastic display by Steve Watson's men. He's got to be very proud and he's got to take a lot of the plaudits for this. Him, Mickey Cummins and Ben Clark. They've put a squad here together. And there's a team spirit and drive that you can see there for all to see. As Pears oh, clears the ball at the pitch. Pagrini heads the ball clear as far as Walker. Walker heads it back towards Mafuta. Mafuta heads it again. Hunter gets under it, battles Pocket with Maynard. And Oli puts it over his shoulder and Armstrong was offside. And you can probably tell by the excitement in my voice, I've got a bet for what to win 3-1. Yeah. <laughs> I think it was just, just offside. Just, just off. Offside. But that's surely got to be it. And that's it! Yeah! Gates have beat the high big money boys of the Get National League. You can throw money in a team at this level, but you've got to have the drive, the teamwork. And Gateshead had that tonight. It's Gateshead 1, Salford, so, sorry, Gateshead 2, Salford 1. And it's just come on my phone, Google, Gateshead 2, Salford 1. So I'm absolutely over the moon as a player. Over the moon. The boys are working their socks off. You know, two tough games. And now we can relax you now and uh, enjoy the rest of the week before we play uh, Dover on Saturday. As a Gateshead fan, I'm at an absolute loss for words because the summer that we had, there was a bit of turmoil. We didn't know we'd even have a team on the pitch. Then we heard it was a massive budget cut and we thought, well, what kind of year are we going to have? I know it's only two games, but what a start this is to the National League season for these young lads. And we've said it in pre-season, we've said it throughout this game, it looks like there's more to come from these young lads as well. It is, it is, there's more to come. I know we've got a... This, the group of lads we got is fantastic. You can hear the round of applause the boys are getting now. It's it's unbelievable. It's, never, it's not been here like last season when we were here last year, only a few times. But this this is this is fantastic to see from the fans. They deserve it. Um, it basically, I, to, in my eyes, and also I don't want to be biased because I'm a player, but I thought they fully deserve the result. The yeah. boys deserve it. The gaffer deserves it. The whole club, club and the fans deserve it as well because. You know, we're all in this together this year. Yeah. Not just the players on the pitch, not just the, the, the staff, it's the whole club. Hopefully, you can hear in the background the Gateshead fans are giving a fantastic reception. There's a great atmosphere here at the Gateshead International Stadium today. And normally, this type of reception you would put for a cup win, wouldn't you? Yeah, it was basically this is the kind of reception where we played late Norwich last year, we won 3 2 in, the, in, uh, in, a, in extra time. But this is, this is fantastic. You know, great start of the season. Again, everyone ripped us off. But like I said, we had, we had uh, a motivational speaker come in uh, before the game against Maidenhead. And he just said, look, he said the sparring, like take as a boxing match, the sparring's over, which is in the pre-season. Now we're in for the fight. Now we've done round one and round two. Now it's round three on Saturday against Dover. Well, I'm just going to look at the league table because I've got a sneaking suspicion that we might have went top of the league. Um, just on the results I've seen earlier on. So I'll just confirm that one second. Let's get it up. Let's have a little look. League standings and let's have a look. As Barrow got beat. Oh, Halifax are oh, top of the league because they win 4-0 on goal difference. But still second. <laughs> what a fantastic time. But Scott, thank you very much for joining us. I think you're a lucky charm. I think I am, actually. Yeah. I think I'm, I'm saying I thoroughly deserve it. So, <laughs> so I thoroughly enjoy this. But uh, 
has been fantastic. Boys well, deserve it. Um, we won't be back for the Dover game, unfortunately, but we'll be back after that for the next home game. And um, please join us. And Scott, hopefully we'll be back on the pitch shortly. But if you're not, I'm sure you'll be up here with us, won't you? Yeah, I thought you enjoy it. Thank you very much. Okay, and we will see you next time. And remember, listen to the Heat Army podcast tomorrow night. Uh, we will have everything to talk about these two fantastic wins. Um, as I say, I think it's probably took us all by shock, but we'll see you next time. Bye. Before you drive the all-new Nissan Rogue, you got to ask yourself, how rogue are you going to go? We talking find your spirit animal in the desert rogue, build an igloo in the middle of nowhere rogue, or take the long way home just because kind of rogue? Just a question, but with five available drive modes, you're sure to find the answer. Go rogue in the all-new, fiercely reimagined 2021 Nissan Rogue, now with the most standard safety features in its class. See owner's manual for important safety information, Auto Pacific Segmentation, 2021 Nissan Rogue versus latest in-market competitors, base models compared. Before you drive the all-new Nissan Rogue, you gotta ask yourself, how rogue are you gonna go? We talking find your spirit animal in the desert rogue, build an igloo in the middle of nowhere rogue, or take the long way home just because kind of rogue? Just a question, but with five available drive modes, you're sure to find the answer. Go rogue in the all-new, fiercely reimagined 2021 Nissan Rogue, now with the most standard safety features in its class. See owner's manual for important safety information, auto Pacific segmentation, 2021 Nissan Rogue versus latest in-market competitors, base models compared.